Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Everton Fan Focus podcast. Tonight we're down at the James Monroe Pub on Tyburn Street. Uh, thankfully, Paul, the Evertonian owner, has let us use his, his pub to record tonight. So, big thanks to you, Paul. None of us like a drink or like squatters in a pub. Exactly. Yeah. So, Paul, Paul is joining us himself, uh, and we're also joined by Mark and Ben. And tonight we're also joined by Alan Myers. Bit of a special guest with his, uh, his yeah. previous history as a former Everton employee, but also an Evertonian, so we're going to get his insight tonight to matters on and off the pitch. Um, we're all probably in a good mood, aren't we, lads? Buzzing. After Absolutely. Sunday's win. Yeah. yeah, Everton, I think, was much like our old selves, wasn't it, at the start of how we started the season under Koeman and all. It was nice to see us get back to like the way that we played, you know, against sort of, um, even Tottenham first half. That sort of performance was in the second half where Everton played. A lot more intense, a lot more, a lot more quality in possession. Yeah, I, um, I, 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 it's the first game I've been to for a while, and uh, because of work and all the rest of it. And I have to say, for the first half an hour, I thought this is poor. You know, we're, we're not, we're not, yeah. we're not, yeah. we're not at the races here. You know, and I'll be honest with you, I think if West Ham had took a took a chance or two there, you know, it might have been a bit different. But I think you could see the confidence growing back in the team as the game went on, especially Ross Barkley, you know, you could see that he was starting to get further forward and, yeah. and he's picking up the ball yeah. and running with it, you know, and um, and Rom looked more and more dangerous as the game went on. But you know, when when they got going and when they started to believe in themselves, the second half was uh, was fantastic, you know. We we really should have added to it, shouldn't we? Yeah. We needed it as well after a poor run of games, didn't we? Um, there was you know, it was no wins in five. We all know what happened the week before at Burnley, which we'll probably will come to a bit later. But it was just nice to get back to winning ways, wasn't it? Because even though it's early in the season, there's a danger there in that six, that top six. You, you can, you know, yeah. we caught a drift. We've seen the last two years where we've we've fell away from that sort of top eight and we've been the best of the rest in around in between mid-table and relegation zone so I think to keep up there is important and ahead of a massive game against Chelsea but yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't a, an excellent performance by any stretch was it lads? I think you just wonder what Koeman said at half time that was different from maybe the week before and stuff you know he really got into the players didn't he it was like 
straighten up the kickoff that you could tell that the, there was a heightened urgency about our play and the way, you know, well, what he said. Yeah, I, I didn't, I mean, you know, I, I think I talked about it on Twitter, you know, and the, the fume after the Burnley game, I just thought it was a bit over the top considering the, yeah. you know, the way the players play. You know, it was one of those the games where yeah. they dominated the play, they should have scored goals. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't think it was as bad as maybe what, but the difference, and especially Evertonians, is when you lose, there's no good things, is there? You know, it, it doesn't matter what you do, you, you can't bring yourself to say, that oh, wasn't bad, you know, because it was, it was bad because we lost. When it gets you in that mood, yeah. you don't want to I don't see any negatives whatsoever. There <laughs> yeah. could be eight players exactly. all on three out of ten performances, yeah. but we win one, when we lose, no, like you said, nothing good yeah, at all. And, and I think so. I, I don't think it was the, certainly the, thir- the first 30 minutes anyway against West Ham wasn't any different. But then you just saw, and as I say, certain players you could see it, you could see the belief coming back to them. Yeah. You know, even uh, Funes Mori coming back in, yeah. you know, he grew during the game as well, you know, and you just felt that that's what they needed. Whether there was a, a speech at half time, I don't know from Ronald Koeman, but I love managers who affect games at half time. Yeah. You know, I always thought David Moyes was good at that. You know, I, I, yeah. I, I thought, you know, a manager, okay, you could always argue that you don't want them to get into that position in the first place, but yeah. if a manager can affect the team at half time, it's, it's, yeah. it's massive. You know, it yeah. second half can change the season. That's when players also tire and, and you can affect the game a lot more. Yeah, more, and I, I think that's more, what more impressed me the most about the second half. We never tied towards the end of the half either, you know, the second yeah. half. Yeah. Last, season, last season, you know, let's take the West Ham game, last season, yeah. tune them up with what, 15 10 minutes, 15 yeah, minutes yeah, to yeah. go. Yeah. And, well, well, we all know what happened, it ended up 3-2, but on Saturday I thought uh, they, they played well the whole of the second half, they didn't tire, they didn't fade, and also it was nice to see as well, 2 nil up, and Koeman wasn't afraid of closing the game off, he no, brought no. Uh, Clever- Cleverly. Cleverly on, yeah. he brought Jaggy Elker yeah. on, so, yeah. uh, you know. But I thought they were really good subs at the right time. Yeah, we yeah, also, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Surprisingly, it didn't take away our danger, going, we still look dangerous going forward, yeah. it, you know, we still offered a threat on the break. The we thing I missed, the thing I thought I missed early on in the game was the energy. I didn't seem, I didn't see that energy of. And I thought West Ham had a bit more than us, to be honest. Yeah. You know, and, and and that's something which I think has to come yet. You know, and that's why I have the belief that it will come. Yeah. You know, the, the team just doesn't have that fast. If you look at Southampton in the Cumin. Yeah, it's very much they like were, that. You yeah. know, they 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 push the ball. They got the ball forward so quickly. There wasn't any. You saw it come later on in the in the game. Yeah. You know, and, and in the end. That, you know, we, we were well ahead in the game when it comes. It could have been three or four, couldn't it? It was a slow start, wasn't it? I see what you were saying there, Paul, about the second half. What even it could have been three or four nil in the end, couldn't yeah. it? Really, with the chances. Should have been probably. Yeah. The first uh, opening, say fifteen, I thought they're going to run riot here. Just the perception of it, West Ham possession. Everton took the time um, waking up, shall we say? But then there was a few sort of episodes. The Barkley chance was one, and there was yeah. a few efforts from Lukaku and. Yeah. Uh, we started to sort of awaken 20, 20 to 5 minutes and then we carried it through probably for the next hour but yeah. from then till half time it, it, we did sort of not click into gear fully but you could see that the, the chances would come in the second yeah. half and thankfully they did yeah, the last two seasons where we've wilted so badly on you know, lack of fitness or whatever under Martinez it was so pleasing to see Evan end the game as strong as they did you know, it was 
we were still we were still looking for, to score a third yeah. and stuff. We weren't yeah. didn't look like conceding at the back, to be honest. Yeah. Were they the first Gladys three goals this season? <laughs> Oh look, Bates got a penalty. Stoked him out. Yeah, yeah. 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 that's what I mean. You talk about the Gladys Street goals. You talk about the Gladys Street. And that one thing that really hit me for someone who hasn't been for a while was how quiet it was. Yeah. And, I, and yeah. speaking to people on Twitter later on, you know, a lot of people were saying to me it's been like that for some time now. I was really, really shocked at how quiet the ground was. Yeah. I don't know about well, anybody else. I, yeah, no. Sometimes, you know, I, I'm in the top balcony by the park end, and there's times where I, I can hear the players on the pitch. It, mm. it, it's that quiet. Yeah, yeah. It's the but, field pitch on because it's well, that high up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but saying that, I think that's uh, symptomatic of the whole of the Premiership at the moment. You're right. I, don't, I think, you know, we, we go on about it being the greatest league and it's exciting, and it, the, the, the play on the pitch may be, but. I don't think it compares anything to the Bundesliga for that. This year, oh, no. you know, they have dedicated cottages and rentals, yeah. and that was well <coughs> that's for their their home ends. You know, yeah. The, yeah. the whole stadium was quiet. But yeah. We need that at Everton, I think. Well, like Palace. Yeah. I, against, Pal- against Palace, ironically, you just mentioned Palace yeah. on the Friday night. I, I remember saying after that, I don't think we've done a podcast after it, but no. I remember speaking to you and other people, and my dad and that said, Friday night was built to be like some sort of party, like a carnival yeah. at Goodison. And never turned out to be like, obviously, when you draw a game, it's not as good as when you win. But even so, Friday night, everyone was, you know, I'll have a few pints or whatever, soak it up. Friday night football under the lights and it just you could hear a pin drop at times yeah. and, and, and the thing is you know Goodison when it gets going you know when it is it yeah, can be crazy. it is the best place in the world for me oh, I you know I, I, I um, you know someone said it's one of the last of those grounds where you know you're right on the pitch yeah. and, you, and the noise and I remember when we used you know when I worked there we used to do you know the derbies and things like that and like the hairs that stand up the back of my neck you know when, when Goodison yeah. really yeah. went for it yeah and, but you're right, someone made a comment which I thought was the best thing that I've got on the whole of that night. And, and someone said, we get to get to see that much football now, that it sort of softened yeah. us up to getting yeah. excited about it, yeah. and we're losing that yeah. excitement. And I think there's a little bit in that. You know, we watch football constantly and talk about it. Yeah. You know, we're doing it tonight, you know. Yeah. And, and in, in a way, so I think you, you sort of go there and there's nowhere else you can go, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But just as a case in point, though, I went to the Manchester City semi-final first leg game last season, yeah, yeah. and it was brilliant. Yeah, it was a great yeah, atmosphere. Was a great so it can happen, and it still yeah, happens, yeah. you know. But, but infrequent, like the Chelsea home game was an amazing atmosphere. Exactly. Like the club, yeah. you know, but it was yeah. interesting to see what Howard Webb said. I think it was either last yeah, week or the week that. before yeah. about. Goodison Park being one of the most intimidating yeah. places to go to, yeah. particularly the Bullens Road. He said for, yeah. uh, for, for, for the lines. I always thought that or you know that we need a really bad unjust decision against yeah. us in the first minute it. or two That's for it. that crowd to really get yeah, up. Yeah, it, it should be the law to be honest. But, with but, you. But, <laughs> yeah, but. But I, 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 someone had a, a little go at me, you know, and said, you know, because I said something like the team need to get the crowd going. Um, and, and that's right, but also the crowd needs to get the team going as well. Yeah, so yeah. there's a bit of both really, and it's, it's difficult. But as you say, if you get a, an injustice or a, you know, usually yeah. it doesn't take much, doesn't no. take much, you know, especially where you're <laughs> sitting, Mark. <laughs> so, but no, it doesn't take much, you know, to get. I get a bad reaction just by sitting there. Yeah. But, no, but you know, it, it, yeah. it, it does that. So 
it's not a criticism of of Goodison in a, you know in a sense, but but it did take me aback. You know, yeah. I was quite shocked at how quiet it yeah. was. It was it was probably a, fa- a flat atmosphere, and for, for the probably at the best part of an hour, there wasn't much to get shouting about on the pitch neither. But uh, we did get our noses in front. Um, sorry, it was just before the hour mark, wasn't it, when we scored? Yeah. And it was good persistence from Balassi, wasn't it? Um, he took the brilliant reaction. West Ham defenders by surprise, but Barkley actually started the move, didn't he? Spread it out wide to Coleman, who deserves praise for getting a shot away. And it was, uh, I'd say, Balassi had a bit of an indifferent game, but he does deserve credit for his attitude. And then Lukaku was never going to miss from there, is he? So it seems to be a good combination Balassi. between them two, doesn't it? Good relationship. Yeah, well, Balassi within a mixed performance still offers a lot, lot more than Kevin Morales in a steady performance. Do you know what I mean? If you look at the two, it's yeah. like Balassi, you know, you could never see Morales doing what he'd done there to, to set that goal up. It was just to anticipate the way he did and running around the defender, he, he wasn't aware of him. Yeah, you know, really, makes a nuisance really himself, doesn't he? Absolutely, yeah, you know, yeah. everything. Every time he goes forward or he goes near where the ball is, he, he does make a nuisance himself. Yeah, I, I, I'm still, I still want to see Lukaku with a, a recognised partner. Yeah, I, mean, oh, I, I don't yeah. know. It might yeah. be an old-fashioned way of playing nowadays, but I don't know. I just think he needs somewhat of it. You know, listen. I, I know his game. His game. If you look at his game right through when he was with West West Brom, when he was with Chelsea. You know, it's about it's about hitting the ball and letting him run at defenders. Yeah, yeah. He's got the space; he'll run at them yeah. and he'll terrorise them. You know, but I do think he he would be better. Sometimes he just looks a bit isolated to me. You know, yeah, yeah. And I, I just wonder whether he needs somebody. Whether Balassi's that man and he's as close to him as like I'd like it to be. I don't know, but I yeah. don't know what you think. So he's, he's improved. Yeah. I mean, talking of him, he deserves a mention. That he scored his fiftieth. Premier League yeah, goals yeah, yeah, for Everton, yeah. which is you know a great achievement in itself. But I noticed his hold up play and the way he brought other players in. That's a sign this season that he's improved. But as you said, he's had to do that because he's a bit of an all rounder up front. He's a finisher. Yeah. He's expected to do everything now, isn't he? Because he's on his own. Yeah. And yeah. we're relying on him to put the ball in the back of the net, be yeah. an aerial threat, left foot, right foot. That's hold up play. It's very hard. But if you look at if you look yeah. at the success he's had in, in, since he's been at Everton, in, there's, there's two different types of success. One was with with Jerry. You know, yeah. when when I mean last season when he was putting that ball across the goal line. Yeah. It was every time, wasn't it? It was a goal said, every yeah. time. And then there was the other success when he was getting those balls played up, diagonal balls, and he was running to them. You know, yeah. He was getting that success. And so I think yeah. he's someone that would quickly get a rapport with another striker and he'd understand. I think he's clever. You yeah. know, I think he's a lot cleverer than what people give him credit for. You yeah. know? And, and I, I'd just like to see someone who he knows and he can, re, he can rely on. Yeah. Whereas we sort of swap and change a little bit at the moment too much for me. You know? but I agree and I think he'll get a little bit more space up there as well if he's got someone to play. Because you know, yeah. at the moment he's got two centre-halves looking after him, so to speak. Where it does, yeah, yeah. You know, again, I'm, maybe I'm being a bit old-fashioned, the old two up front, but yeah. I still think it's got a, a place you know, yeah. uh, in the modern game. I can't remember the last two we had. Oh, like who would it be? Partnership. That would be Johnson and Yakubi, the one that stick out for me. But they didn't play yeah. together all the yeah. time. Now, Campbell was Campbell and Joyce like a four-five. Yeah, yeah. But when yeah. when a, when a double up top, you know, click, and when they know each other, you know, yeah. I think it's great. You know, I, I just think Lukaku would benefit yeah. from that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, 
Put it this way, it's not going to be Coney on the ass, is it? <laughs> no, 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 not no. Calvert Lewin getting them out in front of uh, everybody. I don't else. know what the future holds, though. How Cumin sees the side setting out and where he needs to strengthen. Because put it this way, if, if Rom gets an injury, we're knackered up top, aren't we? We're yeah. really. Knackered. I think he needs two windows. Yeah, Ron yeah definitely. I think yeah, he needs yeah, two yeah, windows. Because January, you can't. It's not a proper window. You know, you 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 look and you may pick up a bargain. You may pick up. You know, someone who's just right at the time, but I don't think you can look at a January window in any way. There was re- yeah. yeah, you know, to, to what you want to, um, you know, shape your team yeah. with. Yeah. But that does, as I say, that doesn't mean you can't get a bargain or or, or a good signing in January. We've had some great, great signings, haven't you, we? Yeah. You know, you're talking about yeah. someone playing up front with their Lukaku. January, there's always uh, Rooney could be available. Well, just briefly, what's everyone's thoughts on that? I'd love to have him back. Is he past the I think I'd have him no, back. No, yeah. I'd yeah. have him back for the, the, the simple reason yeah, if you're going to build a, a, a team of young players, you do need the old heads in there. Like, you know, you've got Barry, you know. I don't want to arc back to my favourite era, but era, but in in the mid eighties, Kendall brought in Reed and he brought in Gray, yeah, and you know they they changed the, the good, whole course, really course of their yeah. Everton's it's history. A really good point be because you can compare that with when David Moyes brought in Ginola and yeah. he brought in Gaskell. Well, it wasn't; it was Walter who brought in Gaskell. Yeah. But you know they brought those people in. Um, no, David Moyes bring generally. No, no, no. Was that going as well? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I should yeah. know. There was a lot going on in my life at that time. <laughs> but, but, you know, what I'm saying is that there's two different types of what you would call older player can come in. You've seen the impact that Andy Gray and Peter Reid yeah. had on the side. Yeah. On the side. Whereas your Ginler and your Gazza, which is a lovely yeah, <laughs> yeah. they didn't have that impact. No. No. So if a player is going to have an impact, and, and, and this is the key for me. If Ronald Koeman thinks he can put Ray, Wayne Rooney in that team yeah. and he can improve it, give him, give him. A, I, I, I you agree know, with that. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, know, people, people look at like how his age and the way he's a bit out of favour at United in England or whatever now. But I, I agree there in the short term, even if he improves Everton for the next two years, I, and then he's you know, this is like off to America. Strong. It's not like he's 35. 30, you know, he, yeah. he's I genuinely still think he's relatively young for a, a modern football. And player. I think you, you would energise him. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's the thing. I do think you'd benefit the likes of Barkley to the fall. Um, yeah, yeah. Lukaku, you know, I think I'm not going through my top eight. Just a lot of blues still haven't got over him kissing the badge, which was, you know, well, a long time yeah, ago. Like, I, I said it on that. I said it on Saturday, you know what? Uh, I've seen Ross Barkley held up his shirt after he scored. Yeah. I don't care about all that, mate. You know, no. if, he, if he puts a performance in as he did on Saturday, Ross Barkley, he'd be loved by everybody. Yeah. And he is loved by everyone. You don't have to do that. No. It's, it's nice if you do it. Yeah. You know, I don't really care either way. Yeah. And, uh, I think you know Wayne Rooney did what he did probably, and, and I think these days footballers are it's drilled into them yeah. to to do PR on yeah. the pitch. Yeah, it's in their yeah. head. It was never a it was never a, no. a you know a, a consideration for footballers when I was younger. But they never ever seen Sharpo right doing this. Yeah. They just didn't do it. Once, they, did I ever see that? So no. I think they're almost it's like taking your shirt off. Yeah. Players know they shouldn't do it. Yeah. But now because they think it's the thing to do, they just do it, you know. Yeah. And then they get a yellow card. You know, but, <laughs> but so I'm not really bothered about that. 
if Wayne Rooney comes back and starts playing good football and, and making a difference, I think people will forget everything about all that. Yeah, I do. And, and there's also the point with with he raised the profile of the club as well. You know, yeah. having him back, I might, it'll be a great story for Sky, won't it? You know, the return of the prodigal son, all that. You know. Will he be forgiven? Yeah, Will he be forgiven? So they can get yeah. off their Liverpool possession. That's what happened. If you don't mind me saying. <laughs> I was one of them. I, I lost a lot of it with when it's with the sail and kissing the badge and all that. And I did when I was a lot younger. I lost the plot with it. But now I've sort of come to my senses. And ultimately, if he improves Everton, I don't care what's happened in the past. I don't care what's happening at the moment. If he comes in and improves Everton, then I'm all for it. Um, so I'll be open to that move. Yeah. But obviously, long term, yeah. and next summer we need to be buying younger. Fresher players as well, yeah. an additional but, but, but quality. One thing, yeah. one thing, you can only buy a footballer, for me, for one reason, does he improve your team? Yeah. I don't care whether, I'm a good Evertonian, but I yeah. wouldn't be good next to Lukaku. No, I do know. No, but, but that's the bottom line is, uh, you know, it doesn't matter how much they love Everton, and it's great that they do, but it doesn't matter how much, they, you know, no. are they going to make a difference in the team? And if the answer is yes to that, do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. no problem with that. But you'd have a red for the same reason. Uh, no, no. <laughs> that's, uh, you know, you're going into a different territory. Yeah, I don't think the cop if it's the answer is yes. <laughs> now, I think I think you made a good point as well, Mark, about you being young and hating. Don't forget, he was only a young lad when he left as well. Yeah, and I think he was trying to prove. I mean, yeah. he was getting he was getting a lot of stick, wasn't yeah. he? You know, there was all kinds brought up about yeah. him. And I, bet, I suppose, in a way, kissing a badge was just him it was back giving it back to you know, Yeah, that's, that's the only way you could do it, wasn't it? The he brought his kids up as blues. Blue. I know, obviously, yeah. an elephant, but the guy's no, obviously no, no. got the club. No, no, he has no two ways about it. Yeah. So in that respect, you can you can oversee that, you know. But, but yeah. like I say, I, I don't like this, and you see it at clubs, and I've seen it at Everton in the past, where you bring a player in because you think he'd be a good PR store. I'm not interested in that. The only yeah. reason he should come to this club is if, and I, I actually think he would yeah, know, I do, contribute. Yeah. I, think, yeah. I think he's still a very good footballer. I don't think he's the Wayne Rooney from five, six years ago. No. You know, but you know, I'm not the Alan Myers from 25 <laughs> years ago. Do you know what I mean? You know, but, but, but what I mean is, you know, I, I, I just think if he could add, because he's got you know a great brain. You know, he can yeah. he can pass a ball. Yeah. And we were talking before about, as you say, about. Lukaku looking for the pass and, and being able to. I, I don't think there's many better, to be honest, that can pass no. the ball in, uh, in, in, the, in the Premier League. So it looks like it's a yes, then. It is, yeah. It yeah, is a yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a go, off, go off on one, but it's definitely relevant. Uh, well, as you mentioned about Barkley there, just going back to the West Ham game, uh, before we go off on another one, <laughs> something else. Uh, he got his goal and he was a, a man of the match performance. Although I wouldn't say it was a, a perfect performance from Barkley, he's done better than he has been, but he's not been doing much of late and he's come under criticism, but I definitely found it refreshing to see him stand up and show that bit of emotion and a bit of attitude and get himself a goal. And 100%. It was a well-taken yeah. goal as well, to be fair. It capped a, capped, it it a, capped a decent win, didn't it? Yeah. So. But Barkley summed up for me the other day. Early in the first half, it was, we were attacking the park end and... There was one move where he picked the ball up and he ran about 10 yards or whatever it was and I thought, here he goes. Yeah. And then he stopped. Yeah. And he checked. Yeah. And, he, and I thought, oh, you know, yeah. I was so disappointed. And then for the goal, you see him waiting there and nothing else is going to 
going to get in his way for, for yeah. getting on the end of that yeah. Yeah. And, and that was how he'd grown in confidence during the game that's right. and that's the Ross Barkley we need to see you know we, yeah. we, and, and I think he's got it for some reason he'd lost his confidence I don't know why you tell me better yeah. than me because I, I think seen the guy's been, I don't know, he sensed the business, he's seen the video with Jags and the, and the, the you know, the half-time tunnel thing, he's yeah. Yeah. and it and showed that the side that he does take into account what the fans say to him, he don't know, not everyone's thick-skinned, no. not everyone's uh, immune to it, either. so he don't know if any amount of criticism affects him or not. He's certainly got an act more thick skin that he's going to get on, yeah. as you know. But yeah. got the talent. People tell me he hasn't got the talent. Oh, 100% he he's got, got the talent. I, I, yeah, I do. And I've got, I've got a, like a little, my own conspiracy theory why uh, he went off the boil completely. And I think Ma- Martinez gave him too much freedom. I think he, he, he yeah. loved the young kids, didn't he? Go out there, if they make a mistake, who yeah, cares? Possibly, they were yeah. If you make and, 100 you know, mistakes, you still on the pitch. Yeah, and he was, because he yeah. wanted them to score that great goal, yeah. or beat 10 players, yeah. and I think now with Koeman, Koeman saying, yeah. no, look, you play foot, you play this way, we do yeah. that. So I think we, we will, see, hopefully, touch wood, we will see him improving yeah. over yeah. the Koeman next... Took him off, yeah. didn't he, at West you know, and he said, a professional footballer can't give the ball away 11 times. Well, that's, that's, that's yeah. it. He, he, yeah, he's got Probably more of a, you know, a, a proper manager yeah. saying, listen, you don't do it like no. that. And if you do do it like that, you're coming off. That's right. Where Martinez yeah. would just say, oh, he's seen him on, you know, interviewed yeah. after the game. Oh, he's done it with stones. Oh, you've got to let them make yeah. mistakes, the kids. That's so in one, in one breath, is it? He's given the... the uh, freedom and he doesn't basically know what to do with it and it, yeah, uh, yeah, it, it yeah. can be a positive in some stretches but I see what you mean Koeman's like reins him in and yeah. I don't know if you saw his interview after, on match of the day like listen to the manager he said at the end which is right isn't he he needs to listen to the manager that, yeah, and he wants him to work yeah, harder for yeah. the team he wants everyone to track back he wants everyone to throw in a tackle but also he wanted to express himself and well, I think he, he did that didn't he he's been at the very highest level of the game he's seen great players be great for a long time I don't think he gets angry with Ross and he, he isn't there just yet. And I think exactly. what he wants to do is put a little bit of anger in Ross's yeah. play. You know what I mean? There was, yeah. Not, yeah, there was a time where he just wasn't as angry and yeah. he was trying to tippy-tappy it around. And, yeah. You know, whereas now, like, you saw the aggression grow. When I say aggression, I don't mean you know physical aggression, but just aggression in his belief. In his play. Yeah. what he yeah. wants to do, you know. And that's what made really great, wasn't it? You know, that, 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 yeah, you know, that little bit of arrogance. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, in that place, you run off Barkley, you know, and he's not yeah. chasing back. It's not what you see, is it? But he was certainly chasing back a lot more on Saturday. Second half, absolutely. So we got the win anyway. Uh, unfortunately, uh, just a guy picked up a booking, didn't he? Yeah. So we'll be missing for the Chelsea game on Saturday. There's a couple of other players who were on four bookings, I think, but Barry, Barry was one, but he never got booked. Yeah. Um, but it was a, a good win. As we said before, there was chances for more at the end. We, you know, we don't have to go into the more major detail, but yeah. Lukaku especially kept chugging away, didn't he? He yeah. set up cleverly, he had a shot saved himself. That last one right at the end, yeah. that would have been a fantastic oh, goal. That passive move. That was a, like an yeah. Osman Larissa type yeah, goal, where it was Osman, just bang, bang, bang. Yeah, and, you know, I have to be honest, that's, at this point I'm walking up and down Goodison Road and Gladys Street <laughs> every game. I can't, I can't stay in until the last 10 minutes I have yeah. to go out, because even though we're winning, yeah. and I've said this before, I think on, the, on a podcast a few weeks ago, 
even when we're four 0 up, I think we're going to draw four. Yeah. Four. You know, it's just yeah. an Everton thing. You know, yeah, I, I took the blame a couple of years ago. We were three two up against Liverpool, and I thought I can't watch any of this. What that the ground and still it's good. Yeah. Well, I was outside the ground. You should have seen me. I was over by the window that day, and I was working for the club. You know, I'm the other way round. When really scored his goal against Arsenal, I thought it was wise to go for a piss. Yeah. It's got to be done. But, but I, um, I just can't watch last 10 minutes of any game. No, or yeah. 15 minutes it was. He kept going and, and yeah. against a decent yeah. West Ham side. Let's be honest, they had a really good season last season. Uh, we won't go into our opinions on West Ham on this. <laughs> but after the game against Chelsea in the Cup and they've won, they've come yeah. to Goodison on, you know, yeah. high, haven't they? You know, Four or five games. Also yeah. took, took seven points out of nine in the league yeah. as well. So and I think you saw that in the first yeah. 20 minutes. Definitely you know, high Well, Payet, I don't know about you, he looked, <laughs> second half, he looked absolutely disinterested. And he, uh, in the first half, even when he... Was it when he was the second half when he put the corners out three times? Yeah, three times. in a row, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. it was just like, and then the second half, I seen him jogging at one point, and I thought we're only one nil up here. If that was one of our players, like Cumin would haul him off, you know There's what I mean? Three kicks but, from Paul as well, weren't he? I was yeah. dreading a few of them. He three kicks like through the eyes and didn't even. He tried to do um, uh, the old oh, City player, De um, Bruyne, with well, yeah, 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 yeah. He tried to do yeah. one of them at one point, didn't he? Under which totally failed. I think. Passing to Matt Noble every week's finally got to him. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It, it, I tell you what, though, it was a really important three points, though. I think. I think you know because if we'd have drawn that game or lost that game, I think that was you mentioned before about how we've kept up yeah. with the top six. Sort of yeah. thing. I think that would have been a bit of a turning point. That you know yeah, we would have really started to be concerned. Yeah. Then, whereas now it, it's actually you look at this, and that's again after the Burnley game thinking. You know, we're up there, we're just on the edge, you know, we're ready to go, we're, you know, in the Grand yeah. National when you're four or five horses back yes. and ready yes, to like pounce, you know what I mean? <laughs> I hope we do pounce, but, you know, yeah. that's, that's what it reminds and me of. Along from Burnley and Bournemouth, we'll take yeah. Well, you know, not, not to bring the tone of this down, but we'll yeah. briefly discuss what's happened before, but we'll try and do it as an overview of what's happened before rather than focusing. That Burnley game was, uh, was a bit of a nightmare, wasn't it? Let's yeah. be honest. We went there... They're doing okay, to be honest, Burnley. Stecklenberg had a nightmare with that first goal. Balassi got us back into it with a great finish, and then at the end, it was just a, a nightmare in the final minute. And we all probably thought, oh, we had enough of this was, the past two years, yeah. didn't we? The last minute defeat or equalised. I can't believe we haven't won this game. Was it me, or did anyone else think Stecklenberg was? could have done better with the second goal? Oh, yeah. Because, because he seems to get up. Yeah. He, he dies, he gets up. And he stood up and then he just watched the ball go back. And I don't yeah, know yeah. whether I, he's wrong-footed or... I think I he missed it though a little bit, the play. It looked like he yeah, missed it. It, it kind of... It, a, yeah. it, it went it into the ground, the ground yeah, and yeah, went did, in. Yeah. That, I mean, I'm making excuses, I suppose. No, no, They've gone past uh, me a lot quicker, that's for sure. <laughs> that, yeah. but, but what I mean is... I it just, wasn't a true strike either, was it? No, no. Yeah. It, was a, it was one that you probably weren't expecting. You were probably expecting to go somewhere else. But I just... You know... Classic Everton. The guy who hit it should have been sent off. Yeah. At least they had one signed over. But the, the thing is with Stecklenburg, for example, um, the week before at City, we all know how much a dogged performance that was, and you know we really dug deep. And he was—I've never seen a goalkeeper performance like it. I don't think from an Everton goalie. Well, not certainly in the past 10, 20 years. But then that, that happens the week after at, uh, at Burnley, which just means it, I think the, the cracks are still there, aren't we? I think we're probably all in agreement that we're far from the finished article. Yeah. 
you said about two more windows, I'd say maybe another, another one on top of that. Yeah, Three yeah, windows maybe, to yeah. really... Yeah, yeah. A lot of the players that are at Everton now wouldn't be at Everton if Koeman had been in charge since no. maybe Moyes had left. Koeman didn't get the window he wanted, that's clear. I think. No. And, and, and all but his signings have improved us. Well, all, what I like about us more than anything is that the core's a lot stronger than it's ever been. You know? I, I also think, you know, which I think a lot of people missed, is that... And I, I get this if you work within a club, you see it. You know, that a manager needs a window to work with his chairman or with his, you know, with the people at the club yeah. Yeah. first to get to know each other, how each other works. So I think yeah. the first window for any manager yeah. is a difficult one when they're new, you know, yeah. because yeah. you don't quite know how your chief exec or your no. chairman or yeah. whoever works. And, and I think there's a bit of that. Steve Walsh on top of that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And even with Mace as well. Yeah, he did. As well, yeah. Yeah. Towards the end of the window, didn't yeah. You know, there'll yeah. be a lot of, well, who's supposed to be doing this and who's supposed to be doing yeah. that. And, yeah. and there'll be a bit of that, you know, I think. Um, I, you never take that sort of stuff into, you just think everybody gets it, I'll have it, please. Yeah. Well, it's, it's yeah. difficult when you, when you, when you, you know, when you're a fan on the outside, if you like, and you're looking in. The football club looks a completely different thing yeah. to what it does from the other side. You know, and and yeah. I've been lucky to, to see it from that side. You know, I, I, I remember standing outside Finch Farm uh, for Sky yeah. for 17 hours and Everton signed one player, a young lad from Barnsley called John Stones. <laughs> yeah. you know, and everybody was, everyone was on the, on, on the phones with me, giving me sticks, saying, you know, you've know, wasted your time, you've wasted your time. You know, and, Two years later, there he goes for fifty million pounds. So, so it's. Moyes is a genius. Yeah, you know, it's a different, the the irony of that night was I got a call from Wigan, the yeah. press officer at Wigan, who said to me, "Why are you saying that John Stones is going? He's coming here." And I said, "Well, you, I've just he's just driven past me into Finch Farm." I said, "So we don't know what really." I said, "Yeah." And Roberto Martinez was actually trying to sign him for Wigan that night. Yeah, and then eventually, obviously, as we all know. So, so you stood there for all them hours. Do you get heads up on what oh, yeah. happened? Oh, yeah. I seem to remember that day we had uh, Negredo was mentioned. Yeah. Um, and there was another guy whose name escapes me now, which we thought was going to happen. And it just didn't happen, you know. No. Um, but then I, of course, the next window, yeah. Yeah. I was working at the club. It was my first window. I've got to tell you. He got us all whipped up into the biggest frenzy ever. So, text, have you seen what? I see what he did because he had my veins popping in my neck. Yeah. It was the only thing that well, was going to bring me I'll down. I'll tell you a funny story about that. I'll tell you a funny story about that night, and it was the most unbelievable thing. Because I'd just joined the club, I already had a holiday booked. Yeah. And the holiday, I even though when I was working for Sky, I booked the holiday because I didn't know about the Everton job at that point. So I booked this holiday, and I thought, right, okay, I can't do it transfer window day. Yeah. I'll have to do it on, so I booked something like the 1st or the 2nd of, I think it was the 2nd of September. I thought that would give me a day, you know, because yeah. even working at Sky, I couldn't yeah. be off on the transfer day. Yeah. So, then, if you remember, you may, you may not remember, but they moved the transfer window day to the 2nd because of a bank holiday. Yeah. The 2nd yeah. of September. Yeah. yeah. I was, oh, no. <laughs> so when I joined out, I said, look, you know, you've got to know that I've got a holiday booked on, and that night I was flying to Dubai on transfer window night. Oh. So... <laughs> So, I, we were, we were busy on a number of things, busy, busy, I think, with the text. Yeah, absolutely and, it was. Oh, the tweet. And we were really busy. We had four or five deals on, on the go, and it looked fantastic. And I was, I was flying at nine o'clock that night. Everyone thought I was there. Eleven o'clock, I wasn't, I know, I wasn't, I had to go. So, yeah, so just as I was about to leave, 
I get, I get told Lukaku because if you remember rightly, there was talk that he was going to West Brom. That, that yeah. Steph said he's gone to West Brom. Brom. Yeah. That, that's yeah. it. That was it. That, that was happening. <laughs> then I was told Barry might not happen, and McCarthy might not happen. Oh my word! And I'm thinking, oh my god, you know, <laughs> I've just said busy, but you know, how can I, you know, because yeah. it was all on, and that's that's the way it works in football. You know, like yeah. things yeah. change on transfer window day. It's madness. So. I got to the airport in Manchester, and my wife must have had it, and I, and I was absolutely sick inside, you know, because I thought, I know what's going to happen, you know, and, I, and I, I felt a bit bad because I was flying off, you know. To, yeah. Anyway, it was the worst <laughs> flight of my life. Was it? Honestly, yeah. I was you talk, no. so depressed. Yeah. Because I, I had no, I had no way of knowing what was happening. Oh no! And Blackout then, just when you didn't. Yeah, get it. and I was, so I was six, seven hours to Dubai, and I didn't know what was going on. And I landed in Dubai in the morning, seven o'clock in the morning, and I put my phone on, and it went crazy, you know. Yeah. And there was all these fantastic, you know, yeah. well done, Alan. Like I've done anything, you know. <laughs> I've been sat on a plane for seven hours, you know. Thinking you dropped the biggest bomb on Twitter. I left it. The first thing I did was ring up the team and you know, say well done to them all, you know, how fantastic it was, you know, because that's the life of a PR man, you know. You're yeah. you're the one in the front, yeah. you know, and, and like. But it was just so pleasing that they all went through in the end does because, it, you know. Does it surprise you how frenzied the fans get? I mean, it is pretty, No, you no. Know. <laughs> transfer window day now is as big as... the fans, it's you. Yeah. <laughs> but transfer window day now, I mean, I was part of the start of what you would call transfer window day now because yeah. I was actually, when I was at Sky, we were, you know, transfer window day was always interesting, but it wasn't what it is today. And the day it changed was when I got a call, I got a tip off saying that Everton was signing Louis Sahar. Yeah. So I got there at 7 o'clock in the morning because someone told me, oh, you'd be driving in at this particular time. Yeah. Yeah. So I said, great, so I get the cameras up, we got a shot of Louis Sahar. And the next minute I got a phone call off the, off the, uh, the office and they said, get over to Man City. They're being taken over by Arabs. Oh, yeah. And uh, there's a couple of stories. So anyway, we packed up, yeah. Finch Farm, we drove over. Next minute I had fellas dancing past me with t- you know, um, tea towels on That's their heads, nice. you know, and, it, and it was chaos. And I was there till one o'clock that morning, again, yeah. they, they signed Rubinho. Yeah. It was, I actually got kissed by a man live on television, <laughs> the worst moment of my life. And, um, you know, but it was just, and I'll never forget. Well. I'll never, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's never wrong or anything. No, but, no, but I'll never forget, it was, it was fascinating. We get to about one o'clock in the morning, we're like, oh, all this, Hoo-ha over Rubinho and the fans are all cheering, they come from nowhere. Yeah. And then, so we start getting all the cables up from the, it was all finished, you know, we start, and I looked up and there was two old guys at Man City's ground, and they must have been 70 or 80, yeah. you know, and they stood there with two Man City stars, and they were just like this, you know, and I said, I don't know why I'm saying like this, because no one can see it. <laughs> anyway, so, and I said, you okay guys? And, they, and he looked and he said, is it finished? And I said, yeah. It's all over. So he said, okay, thanks very much. And they both walked off into the night. And I just thought, old age meets the new transfer. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? They, were, they didn't know. Yeah. It's like they were watching television. Yeah. I think yeah. they thought they were watching television. And it was, and that was the birth, I think, of the transfer. Because we had Berbatov going over to United. Yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. chaos. Yeah. And ever since then, it's been that 
Yeah. Mad's never oh. lived, but it's you quite... Remember that, that day again, after, you know, trying to scratch yeah, around. It's difficult, yeah, yeah, it is difficult to try and replicate that. It does happen from time to time yeah. when there's a big transfer, but sometimes, the, you know, it's a bit of an anticlimax. There's so many people involved now, though, isn't it? In the transfers, it's lit. Yeah. Yeah. So many, so many people getting a cult, or yeah, it all gets a bit political, doesn't it? Yeah. So it but it, it's exciting still, school. you know. And, and uh, you know, in my day, like when I was young, we never, I never, we never no. talked about things like that, did we? No. You know, certainly Klaus Thompson. And, and, yeah, and, and, but, but it's like Mitch Ward. I go back even further than that. But I'm trying to think. I can remember going back to Bob Latchford, who's oh, a yeah, exactly, British yeah. record I, figure. I don't time. even remember him signing. You yeah, know, no, neither do I. I think it was Archie Styles and Howard Kendall, Kendall went, went the other way. Yeah. And like, you know, <laughs> three hundred and fifty thousand pounds. But it's this argument again. A record fee. There's kids yeah. who come up to me and say, and, and, they're, and they're asking the chairman and everything for autographs and things. I didn't even know who the chairman was when I was young. You know, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I can tell you now who it was when yeah. I was young. You know, yeah. and I don't get that bit in, in football, me, but. You know, it's just this fascination. It's changed, hasn't it? Now? Yeah, I think everyone's a celebrity now, doesn't it? You know, yeah, you know, everyone with a camera on their phone. Is a journalist yeah, as well? Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm not Mopus. <laughs> He's rubbish. <laughs> but, but, speaking of, uh, of of obviously club owners and, and the way we operate, there's been changes at Everton, hasn't there? And you know, you both, as you speak about. Uh, I'm not going to say all, usually the two older people here, I'm going to be respectful, but well, most of the times, different shades. <laughs> But obviously, we've got Farhad Mashiri on board now. There's, a, there's talk about the, the potential new stadium, of potentially the waterfront, which we're not too far from here, or Stonebridge. Uh, and it's exciting times, we've got a few more quid to spend. So, what, what are your thoughts? I know your thoughts and your thoughts on them, but we've got two guests on here. So, yeah. what are your thoughts? Are you excited by it? Are you, are you impressed with what you've seen so far? Uh, to be honest with you, I don't think we've seen anything really, and, and that's the t- you know that's the honest truth. We've made a few good signings, but you know, and Alan will remember maybe a little bit better than me. But back in the sixties, we were called amazing millionaires. You know, yeah. we, we were the Man City of, of the day. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. John Moore's had I wouldn't say an unlimited pop, but at the time he had a lot of money, and we bought. You know, you look at some of the the true great players we bought back then so I mean t- to an older generation that, that's nothing new you know we always expected we always we always had British transfer re- records we had Alan Ball even as, even into the 80s with Tony Cotty he was, yeah. I yeah, think it was two million pounds yeah. something yeah. we paid for him so from that point of view uh, you know the, the new owner I, I really I haven't seen much difference I'll be honest with you he's don't get me wrong yes is it exciting are we really going to move this time? Yes, I do believe that because we've had too many false storms. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't too bothered about Kirby. I, to be honest with you, it was made up when we, we rejected Still Kirby. Right. I was gutted when we, we, we lost to King's Dock because I think now we would have been one of the biggest clubs in the world. That, that site down there, yeah. you know, you talk about Arab investment, Chinese investments. Yeah. I think we would, people yeah. would have been fighting to, to invest in us. But at the moment, uh, for me, the new era, it's got off to a slow start. Hopefully, momentum will gather, uh, particularly with the new stadium. I think that's the most important thing now. Consolidate what we've got on the pitch. Hopefully, we'll do that under Koeman. But off the pitch, I think it's 
a very important time for Reading at the moment. I, I would agree. Um, what I would say was, uh, you look at it, and, and I think people say, you know, what do you think of Michigan? Well, we haven't. You're right. We haven't seen that much no. of them at the moment. Yeah. So, two two ways I look at it. First of all, I want to see more, and I think we will. Yeah. But I've concentrated on the things he has done, and the way he's gone about those things, like getting the manager. He went out and they got the manager, yeah. the one yeah. the one they wanted, yeah. and they got him. Um, they paid good money for it, you know. So he's not. I don't yeah. think he was worried about paying the money for him, which is good. Um, and there's little things which they're doing, which I think are right. What I like about him is his understated approach, the fact yeah. that he's staying out the way. I like. I like a chairman who stays out the way, doesn't... And it's do it rather than a talk. It do it rather than a talk. And, and, and yeah. they get on with it. Very much in Everton way, that is. Yeah, it well. is, yeah, it is, yeah. It is. John Moore, that, that was yeah. John Moore's. Yeah. You, know, you, you never, ever heard him. It just happened. Yeah. And, and the, great thing, yeah. the, the great thing is, is that, they, you know, if Machiri, you know, I, I went to the game against Manchester City, I was done, and I, I, I looked to see if he was there, you know, because yeah. you, you, know, you, know, you get interested. Yeah. And then I look around and he said, oh no, he sits at the back. And he sits at the back of the director's box out the way. Now he has, I think, since then sat in the front, but, but at the time he was just sitting at the back of the And I like that, you know, I yeah. like the fact that he's not interested in yeah. his publicity. But all he wants to the do fact is yeah. be, be, be the chair, you know, be the owner. Yeah. And I think, I think that's what I'm looking for. You know, there's little things which I see that I think, you know what, this guy could be the real deal. I, I really do. But the proof, like any chairman, the proof is in the pudding, or I keep calling him the chairman, he's not the chairman, but yeah. like any owner, the proof will be in, you know, in the pudding, and, and we need to see tangible evidence yeah. of what he's going to do. We're seeing yeah. a little bit now, we've got some getting yeah. a little yeah. makeover, yeah. Yeah. Well, to be fair, they've always done that, you know, I, I said the other, I joked the other night, I said there was any more platinum, you won't be able to get into Goodison Suburb, but, <laughs> but you know... You but, can't get in there anyway. But to, yeah. <laughs> but to be fair, they make a great job of it every year. You know, even when they did the bands, you know, that obviously you look tired in the end. Yeah. But, but those things now, the murals are fantastic. You know, and it always looks nice. And but I looked on yeah. Saturday and I, and and what actually what is Sunday rather? And what the funny thing was was that without the noise and everything, Goodison didn't bother me as much as what it does when yeah. it's like you know no. you know when it's crazy you Cold. know when. That's yeah. when you realise, hang on, we've got something special here. But um, yeah. we have got no make no no mistake about it, we have got to get a good stadium, a brand new stadium with lots of facilities. And yeah. it's got to happen. If it doesn't happen, we're gonna be left behind. You, yeah. you need it in these days. Absolutely. You can't do it. You can't do without it, you know. I, I, I mean I couldn't agree more, but to, just uh, Going back to a different era and about the way we were under uh, Moors, you think, certainly within my lifetime, at Goodison Park yeah. held a World Cup semi final. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. it yeah. was a state of the art yeah. uh, stadium, you know, and we, <clears throat> we look, cast an eye over the, over the park to, to, to Liverpool and Anfield. Yeah. I mean, Goodison. You know, up until very recently, was always a, a bigger ground, a better ground, yeah. better facilities. And you look at our neighbours now, and you're thinking, 
and you look back at Goodison and you think, yeah. you know, this this really for the modern game, it's just no, nothing need, for purpose. No, we need it. We need yeah. and, and, and that's that's what I'd like. I'd I'd like to see some firm statement, certainly with within the next few months. That look, we we picked the site. We're moving. The funding's in place, yeah. and we're going to put spades in the ground on such and such yeah. a day. Yeah. And, and we can all forget about that, and then go back to the yeah. team. Yeah. And then you know, to, you know, say you've been three years, four years. Yeah, time, yeah. And we can all yeah. relax. Yeah. Yeah. So you, what would be your preference then? So obviously, there's two sides. There's only one. There's only one. Yeah. 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 You know, it, it, to be on the on the River Mersey, you know, yeah. it's such an iconic water. Yeah. You know, stretch of water, and just from a worldwide. Yeah, um, attraction. Yeah, you know, a cruise line on. coming in. Exactly. Yeah, you know. it'd be nice that people would like. He was. I was talking to Ben about it, and he was saying, you know, people are going to come in and they'll assume that that's maybe Liverpool's ground. So when people mm-hmm. point them out that it's yeah, not, yeah. it's Everton's ground. We like yeah, to keep yeah. them in the back. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, but that's it's that again. Isn't it's it? the. I, I don't know what the uh, what the phrase is, but it's it's iconic. You know, yeah. it'd be iconic. What the, what this any new stadium has got to be is different. And it's got to be iconic, yeah. and, you know. And because Everton, Everton as a football club deserve that. You know, yeah. I, I don't. You know, I'm very. People say to me, oh, "Where do you think we'll finish this?" I, I only think one place. Yeah. First, yeah. I don't care about anything else. Yeah. And and Leicester showed last year that I can't, people say, "Oh, yeah. oh that. Leicester showed it can happen." Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying you're going to do a Leicester every season. I'm not saying that. No. I know there's a big difference in the in the funding and, and, and the money. Maybe not so much now, but there has been for a while. There's been a you know a, a, a disadvantage as far as that's concerned, but I don't care. I want to I want to win the league every year when yeah. we start on every August, whatever it is, the eighth or the fifteenth, whenever it yeah. starts. Yeah. There's only one place I want to finish. Yeah, and it's the same with the new stadium. Yeah. I want the best new stadium. The best one. I really do. You know, and they've got to go because how many times do you move stadiums? Yeah. You know, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You know, so yeah. let's get it right. Yeah. You make a good point there about certainly from from the past, certainly pre uh, Premier League era. The only the only place to finish was first, and that was the end of it. You know, uh, you, you you set out, and there was a good there was a good uh, there was a good half a dozen teams what could win the league. Yeah. Uh, but now, you know, success is measured by finishing fourth. Now, it's yeah, you know, and you know. Again, I don't want to hard back to the the eighties, the sixties, but under Catrick and, and Kendall, there was only one position you, you, you at the beginning yeah. of the season. You didn't go well. Yeah. Fourth will be a good season this season. John Walsh, even second. John Walsh second. the manager for finishing fifth. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, 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 when I when yeah. I when Howard came back in ninety seven, ninety eight, when I was there, it was a funny moment because we were doing the team picture on the pitch, and. Yeah. Uh, the lad who was my assistant at the time, Mark, he, 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 we, we were panicking around and I said, what's the matter? So Howard Charles said, what's, what's going on? You know, because obviously the team, were, the hard work at the best of times with the team picture. And I said, oh, I said to him, what's wrong? And he said, oh, we're getting, we have to put the Lucas A bottles in front, you know, because of sponsors. Yeah. So I said, we have to get the Lucas A bottles in front, Howard. And he said to me, we used to put trophies there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was yeah. right though. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah, there yeah. was a little moment where yeah. I thought, you know what? Yeah, yeah. You know what? You, uh, they Absolutely. Did. You remember the Chelsea Shield yeah. and the yeah. FA Cup and the, the league title? Yeah. The, the, you know, the bed kits with yeah. about six trophies. And there was, yeah, and, yeah. You know, we thought, yeah, and there we are now putting Lucas A. Yeah. And yeah. 
It can't be like that, you know, you've got to See, aim. I think that's, that's also, sorry, the reason for the, the atmosphere, the lack of it, is that the, we've got a, a huge generation of people who've never seen us win a trophy. Absolutely. And you look at Man United fans and everything, and, and I'm a big fan of the way they support their team, they're, they're, they're expecting all the while and stuff, but they've also, once they've had that taste of success, yeah. everyone then becomes I, feverish I, with it, and we just haven't had it. And this is what really annoys me when I see and I'm not managers and I'm not having to go specifically about Ronald Koeman because all managers do it when they play a week inside in the, in the, yeah, uh, you know, the League yeah, Cup yeah. it really winds me up because yeah. I don't know about any other Evertonians but I'd love to be at Wembley winning the, yeah. uh, the League Cup as you get older that, yeah. that League Cup defeat they, they hate more and more don't yeah, they? Yeah. because you think that's another final where we're nowhere near These are the I, I've covered a number of League Cup finals you know and like there's nothing like them, you yeah. know, when they when they get yeah. you know when you when yeah, you I win. Think, yeah, because yeah, you know, it's a good point because there's more supporters there. You get more tickets for that final, don't you? Yeah, so exactly. technically, it's a better day out than yeah, yeah, it's it's a good way. Trophy in February. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a quick yeah. way to silverware in terms of the season. Yeah, yeah. Europe now as well. Since we've started doing these, Mark, it's been the case, hasn't it, for the past three seasons, is it? Yeah. And we talked about the Swansea defeat. Did we get beat at Fulham the year before? Yeah, that's Fulham. Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, and yeah. just one disappointment to another. Well, th- th- this is it. I, 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 listen, I, you know, I know these days they have more reasons to, you know, to look at this squad, but they've got bigger squads now. They've got 24 yeah. players. You know, they, they can they can cope with injuries yeah. and they can cope. And it's all very well when you say, okay, look, you know, we're resting our players for Saturday, and. And then you go and lose on Saturday. You know, yeah. That's, that's yeah. what's it all for. Which we did. We did then. Exactly. But, but the most important thing in football for me, which people underestimate, believe me, I've had discussions over the last couple of years in my, in my pre- previous job about it, is momentum. And it is so valuable to yeah. get hold of momentum. And people in football throw it away like it's confetti, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And we had. We did yeah. it. Everything's long and cheap. Back in the day when we were running all kinds, you know, a million times worse to pitches. There's one sub oh. and there's 14 players playing week in, week Everyone's getting kicked no. up in the air by Tommy Smith. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> no, no it's, true, isn't it? it's true, though, you know. Yeah. You're right, it's just. Yeah, eight game, we were eight games in, and you know some players may need a rest. I heard somebody say on the radio. Yeah. You, you know, I'm not good after the Tuesday. That's not that yeah. many days left in where. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I um, you know, I, I I don't have it, me. You know, and I, and I think you've got to aim. Going back to the original point, you've got to aim high. You've got to aim to win everything that you go in, everything that you go into. Yeah. And. Um, you know, whether that's table tennis in the gym on a, on a Friday, you know, or yeah. you've got to win everything, and, and you get yeah. that mentality, and it'll happen. I think that's one thing the new new owner is instilling back into the team that you know we can win, we can win trophies. For years, it's David Moyes, the glass ceiling. We yeah. can't get beyond the glass ceiling, and now yeah. I think we go well. Yeah, we can. You know, we can. Yeah. We can. Yeah. We, traditionally, with the you know, league titles with the fourth most successful team in yeah. English football. Yeah. And you know, and that, that gets forgotten, that gets you know Well you know yeah, we, we were second yeah. in league titles when the Premier League Premier League started. started. Yeah. Man United were behind us. Yeah. yeah. You know, we were that that's the and difference. We're still streets ahead of Chelsea after all the success well, we, we, we've, we've won more league titles than Chelsea and Man City put together. And that's what annoys me yeah. when you see you know, when you hear you hear people talking yeah. about the you know the big four now and all this. And you're right what you said about people think 
if we can finish fourth. Who the hell? You know, I just could never yeah. have that in my head. Don't tell us a big enough. You know, I just couldn't. I couldn't have that in no. my head to finish to aim to finish fourth. Yeah. You know, I, it's just. I do exactly. believe. I do believe. Don I've said this before in terms of. I know you say it's maybe a slow start under Machiri and the proofs in the pudding, but since the dismissal of Martinez and uh, appointment to Koeman, whether or not we find success under Koeman, we don't know. Managers come and go, don't they? But Machiri appears to be here for the long haul, and the signs of Koeman Walsh signing a handful of decent players to improve yeah. what we've got, but openly admitting that was still by by far from the finished article, I do believe we're going in the right direction. So, 100%. in terms of Koeman, yeah. though, fellas, especially you both, um, what are your impressions of him this season and, and just as a, as a person? Because you've probably you've got a lot of first hand experience of Roberto and previous Everton managers. Uh, I don't know how much you've, 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 you know Koeman or you potentially no, will know, but. I mean, I, I've been impressed on Mark and Ben have said on yeah. previous podcasts, but what about you guys? Well, I, I, I like him a lot. I don't know a lot about him. I don't think I've interviewed him um, in my previous jobs. Yeah. Um, but what I like about him is he's got two things. He's got an aggression about him, which I'm, I'm not a sort of on the Alex Ferguson yeah. sort of aggression yeah. in that respect. Not, yeah. not a sort of, but he's got a... Aggression's probably the wrong word. He's got a strength about him yeah. and a power about him. You feel he's not someone I'd not someone I'd like to be coming at me, you know, and have yeah. to go at me, that's for yeah. sure. Yeah. But he's also no. cool, which you've got to be in the Premier League. You yeah. know, you've got to be cool. You can't you can't panic. You can't you know, you've got to be able to take everything in your stride. And I think he does that. I think you see him on the you know, I don't know what happened on Sunday, but there was something happened. I think it was the uh, the attempt at like a little scissor kick or something from Balak, was it Balassi? Yeah, and, and like he turned round and he gave whoever was on the bench the, you know, the funniest look I've ever seen. Yeah. He'd say, what is he doing? You know? And like but I like that, you know, I like the fact that he was prepared to and I, and I think we've seen it with Ross Barker. I don't think he cares whether people know what he's doing. You know, whereas a lot of managers you know, and certainly Roberto was one of them. Will always be nice, and, and, yeah. and, and he would be—he would not—he wouldn't have a go at players in, in public. I, yeah. don't think, I don't think I ever heard Roberto slag the players no. off in, in his three years. Not at Everton. You know, now, you know, in one in one respect, that's a really nice because he's a lovely guy and he was a really nice fella. But I want to see a little bit of anger in a manager. Yeah. I want to see him not happy. You know, and um, and, I, and that's what interests me about Cumin. Yeah. I think he's got. Listen, he's got to be, he'll, he'll be judged like every manager does who comes to Everton, he'll be judged, you know, and, and you know, none of us really know what's going to happen, you know, but I think, I just feel that he's the right fit for this club yeah, for yeah. some reason, I don't know. He's got that ruthless streak that all, all top managers, yeah. I hate saying top managers like I'm Jamie Redmack, but yeah, like that all good managers have, successful managers yeah, have, yeah. there's that ruthlessness. You've got to be ruthless, you can't be anything else. Nice guys generally finish last year. Yeah, you can't be. I think after the nicey-nicey approach of the past three years yeah. and the lack of ruthlessness, we needed yeah. someone like oh, this yeah. to come in and... And I think he's honest, he's refreshing as well, isn't oh, yeah. he? You know, yeah. he, after the game, he, he, he'll tell it how it is. He, he'll tell it from a fan's perspective as much as a, uh, you know, a manager's point of view. Uh, yeah. Where Martinez, with everything, as you were just saying, everything was lovely, everything was yeah. rosy, no one made a mistake. You had to check the score and, after Martinez. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. You'd be sitting there and going, yeah. 
I've just watched that game. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's not the game I watched. No, not I think, your explaining. The thing with Roberto watching, I think a lot of people didn't quite get, is that the way he was, um, and I, you know, I had a good seven months with him, you know, and he was a pleasure to work with. He was, he was a, a really good fella. Yeah, yeah, first of all, yeah, you know, which is it's important, you know, in any football club. But I think what it was is, I remember him. I got upset with somebody one day. I wouldn't say who it was, but I got upset with somebody. <laughs> and I, and I, I went into him and he said, "What's what's wrong?" And I said, "Oh, you know, blah blah blah. I've done this and that. He just said this. And it, was, it was after Liverpool defeat, actually. You know, after yeah. four 0 Oh yeah. And he said to me, Alan, surround yourself with positive people, and you positive things will happen to you. You know, and I'll yeah. never forget that. And that was his mentality and he felt you be positive even when it's a negative yeah i think where the problem came in is when things weren't going well the last people you want to be positive to when things aren't going well are evertonians yeah you know we are a breed that we don't want to know you know we 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 want to call it the way it goes and 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 that's why i think in in some respects you know, you might explain a little bit about the atmosphere because unless we're excited, you know, we're going to get that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but like, so, so I think whereas Roberto's intentions when he was being positive were probably right, it wasn't ever going to rub off on, on the Evertonians. And, 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 I, and I remember, you know, talking to him a few times about, and it, you know, he would always want to be positive, and I, I admire that in some respects. You know, because it's a great way to be. Yeah. You know, yeah. but for us Blues, we want someone as angry as me. Yeah. Exactly. I want someone as yeah, yeah. boiling yeah. as me. Yeah. Come walking out the ground with the sword. Yeah, yeah. We see yeah. someone as as annoyed as, as yeah, we yeah. are. Well, annoyed to put it nicely. Yeah, yeah. But no, so that's the difference. So I, 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 getting back to the, uh, you know, Ronald Koeman, I, I, I think he's going to be. I, I just feel as though he's got something about him. Yeah, yeah, I do as well. And, and you mean sitting in a dressing room? If you're telling a play, he's played at the top, top level of the game oh, as yeah. well, hasn't he? You know, yeah. so, and that's important. Yeah. No, so you know, a player can't say turn around to him and say, "Well, what have you done?" Yeah. Because you know, yeah. he'll he can show reel off. Medals, a, yeah. <laughs> he can reel off a list. So when he when he speaks, I'm I'm sure he'll command the respect from the players. Yeah. And I think that that that's starting to show. Again, I, I, I wasn't uh, when we appointed him. It didn't like uh, I wasn't. Oh great, this is the yeah. yeah you know, yeah. It, it was a bit of well, you know, wait and uh, see. Wait and yeah. see. Yeah. And I think slowly, I think uh, from what I hear, but from what I hear about him around the training ground, he's very much a yes and no man. You know, yeah. like if you ask him a quick, you know, he doesn't give you any small talk. He just says either yes or no. Really? Yeah. And, yeah. and off he goes and does his job. Straight yeah. to the point. There's no messing about. I'm speaking to some of the journals, you know, when they go and interview him. He just answers it as it is. Yeah. Know. Yeah. There's no way. There's, there's no, no mess. No, there's none of that, you know. No. And, and and I like that. I think I think players react to that as well. Yeah. Players respond to that, you know, because... Well, no one's going to want to make... Like, they, no, they, you know, they, he, he doesn't... He doesn't you know, when when a coach or a manager doesn't take all that small talk, you know, yeah. it leaves players on edge, and I think players have got to be on edge. They've never got to be comfortable yeah. with what they're no. doing. You know, you've seen a bit of that over the years. Too many players playing poorly and still getting awarded yeah, in the first few places, haven't yeah. So yeah. it's refreshing. Don't think it'll But Jackie yeah. Elka said, didn't he, that the fear factor's back? Yeah, yeah. With, with Cuban and yeah. that, 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 yeah. <laughs> that, that says it all, really, doesn't yeah. it? About what's been before. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you know, all the rumours that Martinez lost the dressing room. 
I mean, there's one rumour, I don't know whether you, you could confirm or not, but, but I believe that uh, actually just a quick plug, Bunker Ferguson was in the pub over the summer and we were having a chat with him and uh, I didn't ask him this question, but it was alleged that he wasn't allowed in the dressing room at half-time uh, because he had a little spat with Martinez uh, last Christmas and because he disagreed with Martinez, Martinez banned him from the dressing room at half time. And I don't know if you can remember last season, you'd always see them out on the pitch at half time. Uh, so warming up into the cheese from. Well, yeah, <laughs> warming up now. But, and so, you know. It's not one I, it, I, I, it's I, not one I heard, but I mean, um, you know, things things happen in football like yeah. that. You know, people have disagreements. Yeah. Whether that's to. Uh, well, it, it's, it's what, be, you know, it goes back to surround yourself by positive people. Apparently, Ferguson didn't agree with him, and yeah, yeah. so maybe he wasn't one yeah. of the positive don't, ones. Don't good look Get out. out. Don't good look around himself. He's an Everton, like, I, yeah. He's probably thinking, the fans are thinking, what the hell is Duncan doing there? I'll yeah. be honest with you, if Duncan's positive or negative, I'm happy with him. Yeah. <laughs> I'd let him in. That's why he stayed in Everton. He's, yeah. He's, he's, he's and now, especially, he's cool, especially standing next to him, you, you realise the size of the man, and I was like, one, yeah. one thing I would all say about Duncan, and I know this 100%, is that what he says he means. You know, he'll yeah. never say anything to please someone. No. You know, yeah. and so, you know, yeah. no matter what he ever says, it'll be, it'll be what he thinks. It, it might not be right or wrong, but yeah. it'll be what he thinks. We've got echoes of that when we spoke to South Walden last year. So, yeah, yeah, we spoke to yeah. My old time here. Did not give a moment what he said. Very, very straight to the point. Never, never. I spent a lot of years with Nevin, you know, and... You know, I mean, the the old famous story was when um, when uh, Joe Royal left, and uh, you, you may, yeah. may have heard this. And uh, uh, Peter Johnson called me and said, "Right, meet me down." It was around Easter time, and uh, yeah. bank holiday, and, and he said, "Meet me at the training ground." So I said, "Okay." So we sort of stood on the door there at Belfield, and uh, I said, "What what are we here for, Chairman?" He said, "I said it's a pick a pick a temporary manager." He says, "Yes." He said, "It's, it's out of two at the moment." He said, it's "Neville." He said, "Or." Dave Watson, so I said, all right, okay. He said, I'm thinking more Neville because, you know, he's a goalkeeper, Dave, because we, if you remember, we were in a little bit of trouble we were, down the bottom yeah, of the league. Trouble, yeah. We had to go to West Ham, I think, and, you know, and there was some tough games. And uh, just as this happened, in comes this silver Mercedes, you know, as it always did, parked <laughs> right outside the door, which he yeah. always had his own car park spot, spot now. He gets out and... Uh, Walks through me and the chairman, whether he didn't notice him, I don't know. And he says, uh, All right, Myers, you fat. C-. And, 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 and walked right through us. And the chairman just looked at me and said, It's down to one. That's <laughs> <laughs> the truth. Of, and that day, Neville well, gave up his office. <laughs> just by his entrance. And later that moment, Dave Watson was named as the Everton Temple. <laughs> And it was one of the funniest things, you know, it was typical Nev. I didn't care who you were. Just said how it was. Just said how it was. And got himself out of an Evan job. Yeah, but but, but the one thing with Nev is you get what you see, you know. And and, uh, he he was, without a doubt, the best goalkeeper I ever saw. Not just play for Everton, but ever. Ever, I couldn't agree more. I mean, absolutely. Remember yeah. Wales got beat seven 0 at Germany and they got man of Holland. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I remember it should have that. been thirty. Yeah. <laughs> we were fortunate, fortunate enough to to meet him as we Yeah, it's a real moment, really. I mean, you've great guy. probably met them all before. I'm sure you've met a few uh, of your heroes, but we were in a room and one of the Everton nights, and I uh, got the chance to speak to yeah. Nev, Kendall. 
Latchford. Latchford and Mark Ward. Mark Ward. Yeah. Right. Nobody does ever mention <laughs> um, But it's very apt. In fact, that we were talking about Kendall when yeah. it was just a year ago when it was his funeral, wasn't it? And we I remember being down at the cathedral for his funeral, and yeah, it was just within a matter of months that we'd we'd been speaking to him. In how sad day that was. Yeah, Howard was gave me some great moments, you know. Um, you know, we remember the game against Coventry, you know, yeah. and we had to stay up and yeah. you know, and yeah. He sort of uh, he, he, yeah. we were just before the game and I'm doing the uh, announcing of the teams, you know, and he said, uh, you know, come around and the place is mad, you know, you can imagine in there. Yeah. Come here, come here. I was halfway through the Coventry team, I had to stop. You know, <laughs> and you got if you ever listen back on that game, you know, I had to stop at number six, you know, yeah. in the Coventry. He stopped team. at Paul Telford. Something like that. Oh, <laughs> I think it's Shaw. No, yeah, it's not bad knowledge. Shaw, I'm having it. Shaw, So I ran down um, and I said, uh, what's, what's wrong, what's wrong? And he said, look at the size of the pitch, look at the grass. And I said, what are you talking about? Look at it, what do you mean? So he said, look at the size of the grass. And I said, what about it? I said, I don't cut it. He said, it's too short, it's too long, it's not short. So I said, I don't cut the grass out, you know. So he said, well, I'm just telling you now, it's not an excuse, you know. And, it, and what it was, was it, it was, it was pressure. Yeah, you know, it was the pressure yeah. of that moment, uh, you know, because it was the most. I mean, I had a nervous rash that week. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was. I was so under pressure. But one of the funny, the great thing about Howard, you don't mind me going on about this. No, 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 the great, so, was on the Friday, no. the game was on the Sunday, as, as they do with the end of the season games now. And on the Friday, we must. It was like an FA Cup final. You know, we had so many press down, and yeah. the plate Belfield was packed. So Howard was brilliant with the press. He had this way of dealing with them which was just superb yeah. and he said to me I, I, I went up there to him and he said look out the window and he said, wow there's a few isn't there so I said yeah there is I said but what we'll do Howard I said and this is in the days before all the media really sort of you know got going yeah. now you know yeah. and I said we'll do one television interview and all yeah. the televisions can stay together one radio and all the radios can do together and one journalist yeah. I think and it wasn't really heard of in them days you know in 97 you know we Everyone got their one-on-ones, you know what they call one-to-ones. Yeah. yeah. So I come down and I said, uh, and there's 30, 40 journals, you know, and I said, right, listen, we're doing one to them. And there was outcry, you know, you can't do that, you know, yeah. you know it's, 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 it's a big game. And I said, yeah, well, listen, that's what we're going to do, you know. So I go up next to you, Howard come down, and as soon as he come out the door, hey, Howard, Howard, Alan's not letting us, Alan's telling us to do one into. And Howard went, let them do all their interviews, slad. What are you doing that for? <laughs> <laughs> well, you just agreed upstairs. You know? So, but what he'd done is, all of a sudden, he'd made the, the media his best mate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he was a man, so no one was going to give him a hard time. Yeah. So yeah. intentionally, so maybe. so he did it intentionally. Yeah, yeah, he knew what he was doing. He'd become the best, and I'm sitting over there, and I suppose that's what I got paid for. You know, I was sitting over there, the, the villain. Yeah. You know, and, uh, <laughs> and off, off he goes. And, and but that's how clever and cute he was. You know? Yeah. And I'll never forget sitting on his. <laughs> this sounds a bit weird, but I actually sat on his knee after the game against Coventry because I'll never forget it because it was a horrendous time. Yeah. yeah. It was the most horrendous day ever, and. You yeah. know, we how we stayed up that day, I'll never know because <laughs> everything there was about 44 Even scenarios where we go down and one, yeah, 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 one that we stayed up and that one happened. And, and I'll never forget, we stood on the side of the pitch and we had all the police ready because we knew what was going to happen, you know. Yeah, and all the crowd come on and we were missing Thomas Myra, 
We had all the players yeah. off except Thomas Meyer. So we're like, where's Thomas? Where's Thomas? And next minute he comes out of the crowd with his towel around his turkey neck and he says to me, Did we stay up? Did we stay up? I said, Did we stay up? Said, you think you'd still be alive if you, if you had gone down? And he went back in. And he turned and went back into the crowd and he was jumping around. That's right. And I said, Tommy Meyer. Yeah. And, and then and this fella came up to me then and he got his hands around me throat, this fan. Yeah. And he pushed me up against the wall and he said to me, this is never to now, this is never And I'll never forget, and I thought, you know what, I have to, I have to agree with you, you know, and... Yeah, yeah. we're celebrating staying up. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and this guy was, everyone else was celebrating because we stayed up, this guy was just walking around being angry. Where were you that day, by the way, Mark? Gladys Okay. <laughs> I was really <laughs> Did you mean Chris? He was in, but he <laughs> But honestly, you know, it was just a typical Everton thing, you know, that yeah. this guy wasn't having it, you know, and, no. and wanted to make his point of that. Ridiculous. It's such a stupid thing to do, right? But I ran on the pitch at the end of that game, and my very first instinct was I wanted to stand where Trev Steen scoring in by me and see what it would be like to slot him. Sounds so stupid, yeah, but yeah. my first thought. No, no, it's easy. I've got to get to I, that. I know exactly what that box. Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> but I'll tell you something else about that day, which I can say, because the chairman, it was a really terrible time you know and the, and the chairman was under a lot of pressure Peter Johnson at the time yeah, yeah, and I said he said what we're going to do if, if there's a problem at the end you know if we go down and I said well we need to record two statements because you don't want to be going out doing it blah. so we recorded two statements I, I had my little radio and, yeah. and we recorded one if we stayed up yeah. and one if we went down and when we recorded the one about going down was the most horrendous it, yes. it, it yeah. almost become reality for yeah. me because he was saying, you know, the relegation of this great club, and and, and you thought, oh my God, this can't happen. You know, this really can't happen. Yeah. Thankfully, we never ever used it. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah, but it was it was a terrible time. It really was. But uh, you know, you gotta you gotta go through those those days. Yeah. You know, to get. But Howard, that season was just fantastic. You know, it really was. He was he was top class. That's amazing. That's, it was yeah. some fitting tribute to Crudderson on, on Sunday afternoon, wasn't it? It was. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> I don't you think a club does anything like this as good you know, with Rhys Jones and everything like yeah. that. Well, there was a lot of things going on on Sunday, wasn't it? It seems to be more of a common thing. Yeah. Um, in football these days, the, the whole memorial side and the yeah. applause and things. But we would have done that for, well, they expect, for Kendall regardless. You know, I, think, but, yeah. I think society now expects so much from football. You know, as far yeah. as what it does and how it pays society yeah. back, if you like, it's yeah. almost as if it's got it's got a debt to society. I think yeah. it's a bit unfair in a way, you know, because it is just a sport, you know. But yeah. but the pressure on football clubs now, and what I will say is more than anybody, and I've been around a lot of teams and a lot of clubs, more than anybody, I think Everton get it right yes. better than anybody, you know, oh, anything like that. You know, the thing they did at Sunderland. With the young lad, yeah. Sunderland, yeah. you know, to be so quick and so proactive yeah. on that, yeah. fantastic. That fantastic. These are like not well reported. That's no, no, they are sometimes, no. but not, not sometimes. But, think what this for? Yeah, but in a way, no. it's it's a, it's a nice thing that as well because yeah. it's so understated and when we do things yeah, yeah. the right way. Yeah. You know, the way we dealt with the Hillsborough situation as a club, yeah. I think was Beautiful. exemplary. You know, and and yeah. everything we've we've ever done, and not not just when I was there. You know, far from it. You know, but they still. Do fantastic yeah. work. Do you think that it's that's down to Ken right and it's like Yeah, I think I think there is a I think it's got that like theatrical flair in yeah, like, you know. Yeah, no, it, I think it, I think there's a lot to be said he, for that. Um, he, he, he does it fantastic. But I, I just think we 
No, I don't like using the word people's club or the yeah. phrase people's yeah. club because yeah. it, for me that conjures up all kinds of things which I don't, I don't think we are, you know, but I think what we are is a caring club and I think I think Everton care about the community. Yeah. And, you know, we've got a great community base, a great community um, system there. Yeah. But, but I think people genuinely want to do. You know, we had the situation of young James Greenock yeah. while I was there, and you know, I'll never forget Denise Bader Baxendale calling me over, and I said, "Oh, you know, I'm doing this." Yeah. And I just went round to the house with a letter uh, from Roberto, and it meant so much to that family. And then, but but I remember Denise saying to me. Why don't we ask them to plant a tree at Finch Farm? Yeah. And like the look on the dad's face when I told him that, you know, and it was a great idea from, from Denise. And they still go to that tree, an tree every year now. Yeah. 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 And it's it's That's almost fantastic. like their son's grown with the club. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it was it's little things like that yeah. which I think we do second to none. It's like the human touch, isn't yeah, it? it is. more, than the, more than a football yeah. club, isn't it? Yeah. 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 And you have to be now. Poor family who died at the Stoke yeah. game. They, you know, yeah, yeah. The next old game, they did a brilliant, oh, brilliant reaction. Yeah. yeah. It's just um, appropriate, isn't it, and what you want. But before we finish off and, and just look ahead to Chelsea and Swansea, it's the week, week after, isn't yeah. it? There's a couple of questions we want to fire at you, yeah. really, just to off the it. cuff. But uh, I wanted to. It's not really relevant to an Everton podcast, but just wanted to ask you about your time at Blackburn and obviously the Northwest Club, a very well known club, yeah. and someone um, who it, probably not in the best of times. But how was that? And no, I feel I feel sorry for, for for the the fans of Blackburn. I really do because it's not nice to see you know somebody put something up yesterday. Actually, that twenty years ago um, they were winning the Premier League title. Yeah. And or just over twenty years ago now, uh, and they showed a graph, you know, to where they are now, and, and they've been they dropped down a couple of times in that time, yeah, yeah. Years, but gone straight back up, and you know, and where they are now, and it's a really sad thing, and it's a, it's 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 too long a story to go into tonight, you know, but suffice to say, you know, um, I re- it's a great club, I, I really enjoyed my time there in one respect. It was also the hardest and the most frustrating time of my career. The two years I spent there really frustrated me. But yeah. because you wanted to do well yeah. you know, for them. But one of the, uh, you know, there was a great moment when, uh, when Liverpool come to play us in the cup. Yeah. You know, and um, one, of the, one of their fans was like pointing out to the Liverpool directors, you know, there's the Premier League trophy, you know, and it was quite funny to see, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> used to think, you know, as an Evertonian, you'd love to be able to say that, you know, yeah. you know but, but like, no, but in all fairness, um, it's a great club, and uh, and it's it's misguided now, and it's it's not it's not where it should be, you know, and um, yeah, I would think if Bushiri ever got fed up, you'd recommend the Van Keys to take over. Uh, I'll probably not answer that if you don't mind. Putting <laughs> <laughs> on the spot there. No, no, no at all. I just, uh, I just thought it's very relevant because obviously it's a recent move. On um, yeah. Another question was, I know Ben, you've got a couple uh, wrote down as well. But who's the maddest player at Everton that you never worked with? Well, um, sorry, whilst you were working at Everton, who's the maddest player? Everton player that you ever sort of came into contact with? Oh, there's only there's, there's only one winner there. Mr. Gascoigne. Gazette. He, he was, not, t- take away from football, he's just the funniest human being I've ever met. You know, yeah. it just, just, I was talking the other night about when we, a mate of mine was the producer of um, Question of Sport, and they said, you know, Al, can you get Gazza to come on? And I said to Walter, I said, and, you know, I said, 
can, can I take it? And he went, well, as long as you look after him, I'll, you know, because it's your responsibility. So I said, yeah, no problem. He said, and if there's any trouble, you're getting it. So I said, okay, well, it's no problem. I'll sort it, you know, because I wanted to help my mate out. Anyway, we got him there. He ruined three programs. They, 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 they record three different programs, you know, three different weeks. He ruined the first two because he kept walking on when they were trying to fill, you know, and he couldn't yeah. be on it because he was on the week before, you know. <laughs> so there was absolute bedlam. He shouldn't have had a drink, and he had a look round, and there he was having a bit of uh, champagne. And I said, "What are you doing?" You know, and he, and he went mad at me, you know, because because Paul, there's we have some great laughs, but there's some also dark moments with Paul, yeah, you know, yeah. having having endured and enjoyed both um, yeah. but some of the things that he would do and but anyway so we got paid and they paid him I don't know something like a thousand pounds I think it was but the cheque came through to me you know because they paid they care yeah. of yeah. Uh, Paul Gascoigne care of Alan Myers at the club so I get it now we were on a train somewhere we were going somewhere on a train and I said Paul I said here's, um, here's your cheque so he said no you have that Myers because he called me Myers <laughs> I said, no, I, said, I, don't, I don't want that, you know, because I would never do anything like that. You know, I said, no, it's Sean, no, you're, you're Paul Gascoigne, you, you yeah. no, no, you have it, you have it. So I said, Paul, oh, I don't want the thousand pounds, it's yours. So he said, I'll eat it. So I said, yeah, all right, yeah. So next minute, he crumpled it up and ate it, and he actually swallowed the cheque. You know, and, and sat on the train going, what have you just done, you know, and like, and I give the world to have sat next to him on that train. Honestly, but, but I tell a moment, I tell a story about we were up in Newcastle. And you, may, you might remember the game. We won 1 0. We hadn't won there for years, I don't think, or we, we never had much luck there. Kevin Campbell scored the goal. Yeah. And, and we were there, and the goal itself, for some reason, I was down by the tunnel on the day because I don't know why, but I was just stood by our, our dugout. So, um, the ball, the, the move, Gary Naismith went down the left wing, crossed yeah. it into Campbell. But before the Naismith, Naismith got hold of it, you see this little flick by Paul Gascoigne, and it was brilliant, and it made the goal. It yeah. wouldn't have happened only for that little tiny flick, yeah. you know, it was brilliant. Yeah. And it was a bit of pure Gaza magic. Anyway, and he was shouting over to me, did you see the flick, man? Did you see? I said, yeah, I saw it, I saw it. I saw it. <laughs> but I'm like, not even want to speak to him, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not even supposed to be involved, you know. Anyway, so... So after the game, um, if you know St James's Park, the bus always parks down by the steps, you know, where you go up into yeah. the ground. So Archie Knox shouts to me, where's, where's the gaffer? So I tell the gaffer we're ready. So I said, OK. So I go up the stairs, I go into the... I said, have you seen Walter? He's in the dressing room. So I go in, and Walter's standing there. And I said, OK, Walter. I said, we're ready. The bus is ready. He went, aye, I'm just waiting for him. So I said, who? So he said, him. So I said, okay, so I walk through the back and you go through the main dressing room and then there's the physio room. Yeah. And there's the bed the bed. And those guys are sitting on there, sobbing his heart out, crying, proper crying, you know. Yeah. I said, so, what's happened here, you know? So I said, What's up with you? So he says, I'm just so happy my ears that we've won. <laughs> and he was like he really? was he was like in tears. And I said, You don't look very very happy. So he said, I just overwhelmed my eyes. You know, I can't believe we've won. You know, it makes me so happy that we've won. Wow. And I wow. thought, wow. And I come back in and I said to him, and he went, it's like that every game. Walter said, uh, you know, when, when we went. Do you think in the short time he was with us, he really got Everton? Oh, he oh, got oh, to the club. You know, I used to call it Evington. You know, you could never <laughs> say Everton. Evington, you know, And, yeah, he, he understood Everton. Don't worry yeah. about that. Um, 
do I think we saw the better? No, we're near. We never saw the better. Have we seen one bit of magic off yeah. him against Leighton Orient and the club? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a players. few. I mean, there's yeah. a few. He played well at Leicester away one one day. I remember. Yeah. But he, he he would admit himself. He was. A, but but the thing was with him is that he just he can't control his emotions, and, no. and that, that's where he was. That. But it was a real pleasure to see somebody feel so much for a victory. Yeah, yeah. And and, and we walked on, and he he came out. And next minute he was like laughing, signing people's shirts and their heads. Yeah, yeah. You know, and all it. And yeah. we got on the bus and, and we were away and nothing, you know. But but I met him. Um, I did a big piece for him a few years ago when he got taken into a, a hospital in Arizona. Yeah. And I had to, to do a video for him with messages from his family and friends. And um, it was really sad. Anyway, I went, he, he signed himself out as he often did. <laughs> and he came back to England and he went, he lives in Bournemouth. Yeah. So I, he, he invited me down to do an interview for Sky. So. I saw again the two sides of him. He wanted the DVD, and I promised people who did it that it would never be seen, you yeah. know, because it was a private thing. Yeah. So I said no, and he sort of got hold of me and said, "Give us the DVD, you know, because I think one of the papers wanted to buy it off him." And yeah. I said, "No, you're not having it." But anyway, that was that. But then we started, and we had a cup of tea, and everything was fine. And then that night, that day, though, um, he booked because he knew the fellow who owned the hotel. He booked the rooms for me. Yeah. Hadn't paid for them. He just booked them. So I said, okay, so then he goes over by the door, to, he gets a cab to come and pick him up, and he's going to go somewhere, and, I, and I, it just made me feel, feel a bit sad that there's Paul Gazza just getting a, a cab yeah, on his yeah. own, you know, it just didn't yeah. seem right. Anyway, so he's standing and thinking, why is he still waiting? Anyway, never thought anything. So I went over to the desk, I had me and the cameraman, I said, can I pay for the two rooms? She said, oh, what number? So I said, 565 and 566 or whatever it was. So she said, all right. She said, uh, Mr. Mike Hunt? <laughs> and I said, no. So she, and all I hear is Gaz is like, ha ha, you know, it's like in the background. Uh, and he waited for this moment, you know what I mean? You know? And I, I'm looking at the woman, I'm going, um, no, it's Maya. So she said, oh, it's got M. Hunt here. So I said, no. So, but that, that's what he was like. And what was funny was the way he was laughing at his own joke coming out yeah, yeah. And to fruition, you know. But he was the most. Craziest. I mean, he brought yeah. in my time. He brought a parrot to the dressing room. I, could, I, I turned up at Belfield one day and Walter just said, "Get the parrot out!" Alex. And I went, "Sorry." He says, "There's a parrot in the dressing room." And I go in and there was a full-size parrot. In the he bought it from the pet shop in Walton Village. And, um, then he did the Ginola wig thing, you know, which yeah. it was just, trying the Abel Xavier movement. Oh, the Abel Xavier thing was just fantastic, you know. But he just—it was little things which you know used to make you laugh. But like I say. You know, we've had some really dark moments with yeah. him, you know, because he is troubled. Yeah. There's a story in this book yeah. where he got man of the match against Bolton. Uh, and yeah. didn't even know. Yeah, yeah. He scored the goal. Yeah. Him, yeah. And he was that out of it. Yeah. He was still man of the match. Paul, 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 Paul's got his demons and, and, and people know that. Yeah. You know, and it, it's nothing new in that, you know. But as a as a, a guy, as a, as a person, as a human being, I don't know any better. You know, no. he was just yeah. incredible. So I'm gonna ask just that where you're at and I start what in summing what how would you sum up your your whole time as director of communications at Everton? Well, obviously there was the two periods. There was the first one in the nineties, yeah. which was um, which was. I'm talking post to pre Twitter, <laughs> no post Twitter. I mean, you mean the seven months but, that I did? Yeah, yeah. Um, I loved it. I loved the time. I loved the seven months. I just don't think football. Never mind Everton. I don't think football was ready for that sort of communication yeah. that yeah. I had you know I, I don't think 
it sits yet. You know, I have a, I have strong views about how to communicate with fans, and and I think Everton do a great job. Don't get me wrong, but I personally have other yeah. views. You know, I, I I believe in getting down and dirty with yeah. the fans and and really yeah. and. You know, that's why the fans talk to you so much. Yeah, I think so. Like, you, know, you know, I'd walk around Goodison yeah. every match day and make sure people saw me and spoke to me. Yeah, I'd be on Twitter. I'd answer questions till midnight, after midnight, yeah, one yeah. o'clock in the morning. You know, and you know whether or not you could carry on with that. I don't know. I did it for planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Months, yeah. You know, I, I did say actually for the first six months of my Everton job, I didn't actually sit down and have a meal with my wife. That, that's yeah. a true story. I just yeah. didn't do it. You know. Once you get wrapped up in that sort of thing. That's it. You're so bold. Well, yeah. Speaking as a fan, it was that. It's 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 yeah. you know, and I think, way. see, my yeah. theory, and, and you know, and, and, and I don't, I'm not criticising football. Well, I suppose I am in a sense, but I just think football is in danger of eating itself at times. You know, yeah. it's, it's so, you know... Um, I don't want to say commercialised because that's the modern day. That's what happens. Yeah, yeah. But but it it's moving. It moves away from the fans sometimes more yeah. than it should. You know, and if we lose the fans in football, it's finished. You know, it yeah. really is. And I remember doing Sky um, over in uh, I think it was Croatia. It was a funny thing actually. We saw it in a Slaven village. We saw it on Sunday, and um, yeah. I'd seen it because I knew him obviously from his time at Everton. Yeah. You know, and uh, I went to see him, and I sort of. You know, we, we had a chat and everything, and then and then they played. And if you remember the game, I think Gary Neville put a back pass to Paul Robinson. It went under his yeah. foot and went in the goal. It yeah, was a yeah. nightmare. It was a terrible game. We lost two 0 yeah. It was during the Steve McLaren reign of, of England, and it was a terrible time. And after the game, you know, we lost. And they're okay, yeah, the pressure was on a little bit, but we were we were stopped from doing any England players interviews. We couldn't even talk to them. We couldn't see them. We couldn't, you know. And then I look yeah. back, I'm sat on the bus waiting to go back to the hotel and I look around and there's all the Croatia players all standing in the car park signing autographs yeah. and they were just talking yeah. with fans and I thought, that's where we're going wrong in yeah. our country now. You know, yeah. we'll, we've lost that connection. Kind with of people. disappeared up 
Yes, if we lose that, we've got to keep that connection. But the funny thing about that game, right, was which guy, Nick, I was always producer of Nick Collins, you see. So yeah. at the end of the game, we would always position ourselves by a corner flag to do the interviews, you know, yes, yes. the final whistle. Right. So the final whistle, the place is mad because we've won 2 0 Croatia. And I look down, and there's a seat coming towards me like Jetem, you know, like uh, a love song. <laughs> Slavin Village in his silver suit running towards me, and he spots me. And he starts to try and do a high five. And I thought, I can't high five the Croatian manager after we just beat England 2 0, you know what I mean? So I had to custom buy him, you know what I mean? And he sort of went, oh, you know, and he's like, I saw yeah. him later and I said, I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, you couldn't, I was on camera, you know what I mean, I couldn't be, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, so, um, so that was a funny moment, you know, but, but no, I, I just think my time, ever, I, would, I would love to still be there, I would, yeah. I, would, I would never say no to Everton, I don't think, you know, ever, yeah. um, but I just felt at the time that it, it, you know, it wasn't for me. If I couldn't do it the way I wanted to do it, and nobody stopped me really doing it the way I wanted to do it. Yeah. But if I couldn't do it the way I wanted yeah. to do it, I get you know, that. I yeah, wasn't it wasn't do it. That's the whole attraction. That's yeah. the whole point of it anyway. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. It, you know? And it's the same with Blackburn. You know, I've said this. You know, it's no surprise. You know, uh, you know, I felt I come to a point where I felt I couldn't do the job the way I wanted to do it. And, yeah. And, and that, once you get to that, I need to wake up in the morning because I don't. This sounds a bit mad, but I don't go to work for money, mate. I go to work. Because I enjoy, you know, yeah, who was yeah. it that said if you if you enjoy your job, you'll never work a day in your life. Oh, that's that's yeah. true. Yeah. And, and, and unless and don't get me wrong, I don't mean you can go there and just have fun every day. Yeah. But you've got to believe in what you're doing. I've been working hard this I, week, mate. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> quite, no, I, I didn't quite believe in it. I you know, didn't job. quite believe in it. You know. <laughs> no, absolutely right. Right. Any any other questions at all? I like the way when we have conversations you go into the stories. Yeah, well, I like that. I, I, <laughs> honestly, I mean, really? someone talked to yeah. me today. We've got, I've got a night actually at the Winslow coming up in uh, December, not me, you know, but Bob yeah. Lashford and Graham Sharp, and they've said to me, would you do a few? Because, I mean, some of the stories, I could, honestly, I could tell you hundreds. It's yeah. just so, some of the laughs we had, you know, and some of the, the moments we had. Yeah. Um, you know, I remember when Kevin Campbell came, you know, and uh, the team were over in Italy at the time at a training camp. They used to go to a place called Choco in in, in Italy. Yeah. And uh, we signed Kevin Campbell from um, Traps on Sport. Traps on Sport, yeah. Yeah. And, and I got him, and I, as I say, the manager, I couldn't get hold of them because of training, you see. So um, I, I, I uh, Radio 5 rang me up and they said, you know, come in. And they said, well, would you, you know, the manager, will you come on and talk about it? And I said, I don't, you know. I don't want to go on. And he said, no, you go on. So I went on Radio 5, yeah. you know, and I'm saying, yeah, you know, <laughs> he's, uh, he's, you know, he's a proven striker and, you know, I'm doing like a manager's thing. <laughs> but I was, doing it, I was doing it, I was a kindness, you know. I, I, yeah. So the next minute I get this phone call and there's this dark Scottish voice on the end of it. What's this I've fucking heard about you fucking waxing lyrical? And I went, on Radio fucking 5, and I went, Hello, Walter. <laughs> you know, he was having a laugh, but like you know, so but yeah. we had such a good you know a re- relationship that, uh, at that time. You know, they were they were good. I mean, but we had like players like Mickey Madar, yeah. you know, who came and looked. You know, he he looked like some sort of pop star when he yeah. turned up. You know, and Big Duncan, the Big Duncan didn't get on with him. 
from what I've read and Tony Adams done. Yeah, listen, I, I, you know, there was a lot of things where, you know, um, people didn't get on with people and people did get on with people. And, and we, we had, you know, we had some great... Was there any clicks? Yeah, I remember when I was going to yeah. actually just say that, you know, Olivia and, and um, Decor and uh, Matarazzi and John Collins was around at that yeah. time, yeah. And they were all sort of, and there was this new modern, and I'll never forget John, lovely guy John Collins, and went, always went the extra mile for fans and everything, yeah. and I'll never forget him, I mean, we had this new white shirt, white Love shirt, remember it, yeah, the blue, yeah, one and we was were one to one. Yeah, yeah, we were. It was, yeah. yeah. And we were stood in the um, in, in the little sort of behind one of the lounges in by the stairwell. If you know what I mean. Yeah. You know, when you come up the stairs, there's like a little back door to the lounge. I forget which lounge it was. And we were going to do the press conference. And he sort of, he, 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 I gave him the shirt and I said, "Can you put that on?" So he says, "Okay." So he took his top off, and he's there, obviously. You know, he's a footballer. He looks the part. You know. Yeah. And he says to me, "What do you think?" You know, like I went, "Just get." That. And shit, and get in there. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you know, but John was such a lovely guy. I, but I'm, I'm, yeah, he actually sent over a, a World Cup shirt for me from Scotland, you know, which is just really nice of him. But, but, yeah. but that'll be rare, won't it? Yeah, well, yeah. Honestly, there was so many different players. I mean, but we, we talk about that era, you know, we talked about the one to one shirts. I remember getting a phone call from Watchdog. And they said, you know, we'd like to talk to you about your, your shirt, your waist shirt. And I said, right. She said, it's the same one as last year. And I said, well, yeah. I said, two seasons. I'm thinking, yeah, I think it was two seasons. Yeah, I'm thinking, well, that's a good thing, you know, because the big thing yeah. at the time was people change. So I said, I don't know what you're saying. I don't know what you're saying. You know what you mean? So she yeah. said, well, it's the same one. People are complaining. I said, why are they complaining? You know. So she said, well, you know. Um, what did she say? So if you if you look at if you turn it, she said, "Have you got one?" I said, "Yeah, I've got one here." So we had one to one on the front. You see, so she said, "If you turn it inside out, this is what the guy said: turn it inside out." So I turn it inside out, and on the back I can see Danke. So I rang up the commercial man. I said, "What? What's, what's this all about?" And he said, "Well, yeah." He said. Um, we had a load of Danker shirts, he said, and we put one-to-one over there. I said, oh, my... And I, I just got to, I just I got to concede, that. you know. I just said, yeah, they're right. <laughs> you know, I can't argue it, you know. And then we had that one, and then we made a DVD. We'd won, we'd won two games, and we made a DVD called Turning the Corner, <laughs> you know. And, like... It's just a problem. That's how we've got fans sitting there. Sitting yeah. there. <laughs> and I, I thought... Oh, my God, you know, like... And I, as a PR man, I'm thinking, how can I... And then the worst one of the lot was... We get this, um, we get this, this kit, and if you remember rightly, it had like a, a blue, a white, and a yellow line. Again, it was that. It was like I didn't like the kit myself. It was like a lighter blue. Yeah. So, I, I, we, we get this, and the next minute, again, we got watchdog ring up, and they said uh, there's a problem with the kit. And I said, well, what? He said this little young boy has noticed yeah. that his kit isn't the same as the Everton. It was blue, white, yellow, whereas the Everton first team was yellow, white, blue. So, blow by it and take No, no. So I said, well, hang on. So then I found out that it was actually the team, the first team's kit was wrong. It was actually being made wrong. You know, so I said, oh, my God. So I said, well, thank God for that, because I think we'd had about 20,000 shirts made, you know. So I remember that kit with the big white collar and it had the trim. And yeah. that was the Michael Madari. That's it, it, it was, was yeah. yeah. I remember so being I, the same so colours as this, to be honest. It was, exactly, yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was, so yeah. I said, <laughs> I said, right, uh, okay. 
sort of, oh my god. So, so we had to take all the, the first team's kit, you know, we had to get all new shirts for them. And I said, right, we'll auction. We made it, turned it round actually. I said, we'll auction that kit off, you know, and we got some good money for a charity. And then we brought the kid down, you know, to have a photograph taken, you know, because he was yeah. he was great. He'd noticed it. <laughs> you know, so, you know, so, what a little star! So as, as we're talking, and then so we take all the photographs, we give him his free shirt, and as he's walking away, he's going, "Mom, should I tell him the shorter wrongers?" I'm like, "Just get him out, you know, <laughs> the shorter wrongers." Walking out with the whole kid. Anyway, so much easier to change fifteen one shirts than twenty. Exactly. Times. Luckily, it was that way round, you know, because it was it was it was the right way. But no, but we had so many things. But the funniest moment, right? I'll tell you this. I keep saying it. The funniest yeah. moment was I used to go into the commercial manager's office, and and he had this shirt hanging up. It was one of those white ones, and it had on the back, you know, where the name was D I double T O. So I used to see it every day, and I used to just say, what, what was that? You know. So anyway, one day I said to him, I said, what, what's what's that shirt? What what have you done with that? He said, you not know the story? I said, no. He said, well, I got it back with a letter. Um, with this shirt and it just had D-I-T-T-O and a number nine on so he said I thought what was it he said no letter said um, I'd like to bring to your attention um, I ordered two kits one adult with Ferguson yeah. nine on the back yeah. and a young boys ditto you know uh, <laughs> so someone in the shop had printed Ditto nine on the shirt. And it said, the letter started with, are you taking the fucking picture? I sort of, it was one of the funniest things. And he said, and I still can't get anyone to own up to it today. You know, to this day. Um, That's taking things too literally. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it wasn't a pair of covers. So we had, for, for, for just a couple of days, we had a centre forward called Ditto number nine. <laughs> no, Sounds better than the assy. Funny days. Still better than John's fancy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> funny days, but football club is just, it's just the most fascinating place to work. And, yeah. You know, things, and I'm sure it's the same now, you know. I mean, you know, the two years of Blackburn, I was dealt as a director, you're dealing with a lot more different stuff and yeah. Yeah. you don't really get to have that rapport, you have to stand back a little bit and yeah. you know, be a little bit distant if you like. But um but do you think it goes against your character the, a lot, you know? Say again? It goes against your character one. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I didn't like doing that. I don't I, I don't I don't think I'm a boss really in that respect, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I like to just, you know, get yeah. involved. But some of the players and some of the characters and you know, Howard we talked about was yeah. It was just first class, you know. Just before we finish off, quick one about uh, looking ahead to Chelsea. Yeah. It's a bit boring, doesn't it? Talking about the Premier League pictures after the stories and everything. Yeah. 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 the 80s and that, you know. The glory days. Um, but we've got Chelsea Saturday, followed by Swansea. Um, big game, isn't it? Let's be honest. I won't mention last season's game against Chelsea because we'll all be having nightmares again. Yeah. But. Uh, you forgot that for a minute there, didn't you? The I'll possibly uh, take that now. <laughs> it'll be it'll be a lively game, yeah. won't it? On the telly on Saturday night. They're in a good run of form, but there's no reason why we can't go there and have a real go. I think Chelsea. I might be more hope than anything else, but I think Chelsea are just about ready for a mistake. 
you know, I just feel yeah. they've had a, such a good run that only ever lasts so long, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 And I just think Everton are good enough to, to go and do and something. We're, we're going the other way, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. You know, possibly yeah. we've just so, turned. I don't think David Lewis could go that long without making a ridiculous mistake. So if we beat Chelsea, <laughs> can we bring a DVD out? I think so. In the corner. I just think I I think we're going to fancy instead. I think we're going to five three fancies to do something. We always the three three I go back to and I threw my phone against the wall and smashed it. Hopefully none of them will happen on Saturday because I'm running out of phones quite frankly. But we went two nil. We did. Yeah, we did. We always fancy. I was watching the phone. Yeah, watching the match. On the phone. Ridiculous goal from Jackson Howard came together. I think she was driving. She nearly crashed because I was that excited. Was it Manalas that scored? Yeah, it turned a volley. Yeah, scored the the Mori scored. Someone Manalas scored on the break. Who scored the other? I think it was uh, that's one for the Statos. That is one for the yeah. I remember John Terry's equaliser. <laughs> he was offside. 107th minute or something. Yeah, yeah that's and right. He, yeah. And he was offside. Yeah, yeah he was. Yeah, wasn't. yeah. I, I mean, I, the only thing when I think of Stamford Bridge, I always remember Tim Cahill's overhead kick. Oh, I don't wonderful. know why. That's just amazing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Was that, that was one one, one I think. Well. No, no, that one one. one, 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 one. one. Did it drops by McFadden on the right, and it bounced and he smashed it in, didn't he? I mean, some great, but we, you know. This is what frustrates me when I see Everton. And maybe it is. Maybe I don't. Know, people could criticise me for thinking like this, but I, I think I know Everton as a bigger club than Chelsea. You know, yeah. in that respect. You know, and I, yeah. and I, I just think we should be going Chelsea, there. Yeah. And I know it's all relevant to the time, yeah. you know, the year, yeah. and all the rest of yeah. it. But I just think we should be going to a place like Chelsea and Look, think we can win. Yeah, you know, we can win every time. You know, Sim got the players to hate them. Yeah. And yeah. I think I don't think they're the best team in the league. No, you know, I really don't. I think they've got players who can hurt you. Yeah. You know, Hazard. You know, definitely. Yeah. You know, uh, I noticed today Fabregas could be up in, the, yes. in January oh, for, yeah. for sale. You know, I thought him, as long as he didn't want to start staring it in the dressing room or yeah. whatever. You could be well outside, outside Finch Farm, couldn't you? Yeah. The, uh, There's every chance. Yeah. In fact, you could be inside Finch yeah. Farm introducing him to the oh, other players. The uh, Come January we we'll get a little right next yeah. door. Yeah. The Fabregas Rooney. The January windows are the best. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. standing outside for 17 hours. <laughs> 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 it's freezing cold as well. Yeah. Top temperature of minus three. But, you know, we'll go there. We're on the back of a win, so are they. They beat uh, Southampton. Yeah, so, you know, Costa's in good form, but we'll go there. Hopefully, build on what we've we've done against West Ham, and then we've got Swansea at home, and they're in a poor run form. Swansea, yeah, Harvey, so it shows you maybe even a point that Stamford Bridge would do for that, and then we can go against Swansea and have a real go. And then yeah. it's a real good period for us, then, isn't it? You know. Yeah. And then there's some really interesting games. We've got United, haven't we, on a Sunday? We've got Southampton away on a Sunday. We've got Liverpool at home on a Monday. That'll be electric. Yeah, as we move then. into December, we've oh, got Arsenal on Tuesday night. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, well, you know, I mean, listen, you know, I'm not going to criticise. No. I mean, I, I, I genuinely wouldn't. I, I, I think. If that's the way football is now, where it changes days and things, I think you just have to accept it. I, I think. Um, I think, see, I look at Sky and I, I've been involved, as you know, for a long time, but yeah. I, I think they do such a great job with the game. I do, yeah. you know, whether that's agreeable or not. And it's frustrating, I know, because on the other side, when I've been on the other side, when you've changed games and you get the criticism, yeah. you know, at yeah. the club and people start writing in saying, why? I booked all my tickets for it. But I think, in fairness, nowadays, the rules are written out quite in advance, you know, that games could change. Yeah. 
it does say in brackets, yeah, doesn't it, it clearly? Yeah. Me, personally, I always want to see a derby on the night. I love derbies yeah. on the night. Yeah. Yeah. I love the atmosphere. Yeah. I love. Yeah. I, I love. I, I mean, I hate derbies anyway. I never yeah, want to. Oh. Never. The, the really one we talked about with Kevin Campbell, yeah. you know, before when Kevin Campbell scored at Anfield, I think I saw up to the sixth minute, and that was it. <laughs> after that, after he scored that minute, I just I was out because, yeah. as, as I said to you before, um, I never go to Anfield, you know, when 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 because I just can't. Uh, we're no. just moving it to a Monday. It's on a Monday, so their fans. Be cheaper flights, won't it? Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what it was about. <laughs> maybe that's what it was about. Certainly, there won't be too many people getting drunk if it's work until five o'clock. The, the games come ticking fast in December, as you said, Paul. It'll get really interesting. There's night games as well, isn't it? Yeah, real off the old picture list, but some we've got some big games. We were talking about this today. We were saying about in the championship. You know, Christmas doesn't mean anywhere near as much as it does. With the Premier League, yeah. you look at the Premier. If you're bottom of the Premier League at Christmas, you're pretty much guaranteed you're going yeah. down. Yeah. It's not necessarily the case in the Championship because there's no. so many games. Yeah. But I think that month, December, really makes or breaks your season. Mm. You know, and, and I think a lot of managers have a have a target. I know what, uh, Roberto did certainly. He had three sections of the season, and he had to have a certain amount of points. Yeah. You know, at each. Yeah. Juncture, if you know. worked on one season. It did, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's and, not a shame. We just spent a lot of time disappointed. Yeah, that well, you know, I, 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 but I remember looking at him, thinking, "Yeah, okay, I'll see what you're doing there." You know, I mean, so I think that's a really important thing. Where you yeah. are once you come yeah. past Christmas, Boxing Day. I think, I think then you're you know past where you're points by yeah. Christmas. It's the business end then, isn't it? Yeah, you know, you know, yeah. We've played a few big sides and people are talking about you haven't played any one big yet and all that. But we, we have, haven't we? We have we played Spurs on the opening day, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. And, um, yeah. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll go to United, we'll, we've got Arsenal at Goodison, but these sides, the, the, some of them are ticking along nicely, but none of them are, are great. We were more than a match for Spurs. We've obviously... More than a match for City, we we done well against I them. I think we just think need to maybe get a get a victory against one of these so-called top four sides and maybe announce ourselves a bit more this maybe, season. Maybe, but I don't think there. Are, no, yeah. I nearly said it then. It's a cliche. Any easy games, but I don't think there is an easy game in the Premier League. No, no. you know no, you no, might come across it. Yeah, exactly. yeah, every the team game is capable classic. of turning yeah, somebody yeah, else yeah. over. Yeah. You know, and more often than not, he's that teams play at the very best, so you've yeah. got to be more than. You know, I, I don't worry about us against the top teams. I really don't. I think um, I think we, in a in a way, I think it makes us a little bit more focused. You know, yeah, we, yeah. We, we seem to slip against the Burnley, the, yeah. the so-called lesser yeah. teams. Yeah, we the Swansea game where Mark Ellis is on Twitter having a meltdown at ten to five. I'll start talking to the Irish Burnley just to call it. Call it. Yeah. Well, we get another Ross Barkley free kick that we had a couple of seasons ago when I was at Everton. Oh, that was a class one. What a moment that was! Just the same game as Coleman. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Well, listen, I'd, I'd just like to say that I've really enjoyed it, by the way. It's great to sit with Evertonians and talk about yeah. it. Well, never, like you yeah. never get yeah. the chance to do it very often, but yeah. I'm in this little moment in my time where I'm not actually doing everything yeah. at the moment, so I'm not yeah. work. So, you know, you can you can sort of say what you want to say. Really. Absolutely. It's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Yeah, no, thanks no, very much for coming on, Alan. Also, Paul, thanks very much for letting us use your pub. Thanks for contributing as well. It's been a pleasure. As I say, Evertonians are always welcome in here. Just a reminder, that's the James Munro pub on Tide Barn Street. Got all the Everton games on home and away. There you go. No dodgy streams, by the way. I can recommend the Diet Coke. On the draft. Thanks very much, lads. Thank you, Mark. Thanks a lot, fellas. Cheers. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.